Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? A wonderful episode that I, as always, want to get to as quick as possible, but I do have uh, some exciting news and some announcements. Starting with the announcements, <laughs> crashing the show that uh, Judd Apatow and I made for HBO. It's right around the corner. It's going to be premiering February 19th on HBO at 10.30. That's right after Girls. I really hope you guys uh, love it. I hope you can watch it, and, uh, and uh, I hope you, you know, really enjoy it. Huh? <laughs> Uh, We're also doing a crashing live comedy tour. Uh, We're coming to Philadelphia, New York City, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. Uh, Philly's February 10th. New York is February 12th. L.A. is February 18th. And San Fran is February 22nd. All the tickets are on PeteHolmes.com. And I'm also going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, which I've done before and I love for Gilda's Laugh Fest uh, on March 18th. Those tickets are also on my website. And I'm sitting here with Sweet Lady Val, who you guys know. You guys know. Say hello. Hi, friends. See, they know. <laughs> you know. From the 300th episode, from my heart. <laughs> and I don't know how many of you follow me on, on the gram, but uh, you should, probably. But anyway, <laughs> I turned this into a plug for Instagram. <laughs> this it's past, not about you. <laughs> it's not about me. This past weekend, we got engaged! Yay! I'm trying to make a, a champagne popping sound. Oh, I go from the outside in. Oh, oh that works better. No, it doesn't. Works. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> I cannot. Okay, do. well, you did it good on the inside. Yeah. So we're super excited. Yay! You can see the picture. Uh, we're getting married, um, or later this year, which is so exciting. I, have been so giddy. Yeah. We've been laughing that I've been talking to waiters. Yeah. Telling real dad jokes to everybody we meet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how I hacked when I'm happy. We're in elevators and talk, making small talk. I, I'm calling people on the phone, which makes no sense. Yeah. You never do that. Like, but... just like the fear is gone and lots of happy silly times are here so yeah we are just so smitten over here we're super happy to share that with you guys um so come to the wedding yeah everyone's invited (laughs) and uh do you want to do the uh ads yeah i do i do want to say thank you to everybody who did see it on instagram and commented nice nice things things. i'm embarrassed to say that i think i may have read all like 900 comments oh my goodness (laughs) and it just was so nice to have thousands of people celebrating it was really people were saying like uh dark darkened times yeah it was nice to have some good news right that's why i was excited to share we recognize that this is our privilege that we get to be getting married at a time yeah, like this. True. But yeah, it is sure. nice when it feels like the world's on fire to be celebrating something. Something good for a change. Yeah. And it was nice to celebrate that with you guys. And I'm glad uh, to everybody we're telling for the first time. I hope you're excited too. Yay. I proposed in a hot air balloon, which means there was a man standing about six inches to my to my right. Yeah. Uh, like a dude's dude. A dude's dude. Yeah. Who kept calling things gay. Yeah. So, <laughs> just like you 
know the type. Yeah. And he pilots a hot air balloon. And he's like, what's gayer than that? He's like, that movie's gay. As he majestic, he travels majestic in a hot pink balloon. I know. It was actually rainbow colored, which I I suppose is also, you know, associated with the gay pride. Yeah. Yeah, It was was kind of dumb, but fun. (laughs) But it was amazing. Um, And a perfect way to propose. Yeah. And, and we're super excited. Yay. Do you want to talk about Squarespace? Obviously. Who do, doesn't? Do you know that it's the beginning of a new year and whatever it is that you're doing, you probably need a new website? Yeah. I do know that. <laughs> and I know that there's only one place really to go to, and that's Squarespace.com. If you want to go to the best place, you go to Squarespace.com and what you use offer code WEIRD. Do you know what that gets you? 10% off. I didn't even let you answer. It's 10% off. Whether you're starting a new business or changing careers or launching a creative project, whatever your next move might be, tackle it with Squarespace. Squarespace, the official sponsor of our engagement. (laughs) Whether you need a landing page, a professional blog, whatever, they got you covered. I also want to do, you know these products. Because you, we live together. Yep. In sin. Yep. For now. Illegitimately. That's all my mother said, by the way. She said, yeah. oh, you've been living illegitimately? She was joking, but she didn't burst into glitter. That's <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping. Um, we, we, I talk about a couple products called Pete's Picks. Pete's Picks. These are products that have changed my life for the better. Things I use every day. The first, you use this as well. I use this all the time. Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. Uh, I'm running into fans, weirdos, all the time, and the word they always use is game changer. Do you think it's a game changer? I do think it's a game changer because it's uh, there's not very many things like it, and it's delicious. I've never talked about the taste. It's delicious. Mint chocolate. Yeah, it tastes They figured like, it out. You yeah. know, it's the only cannabis plant. It's not the weed part. It's the CBD part. So they take out the psychoactive THC part, mm-hmm. so it's just fully functional. But it's the only uh, weed plant that's grown for human consumption. So you can get other hemp oils, but they're grown for like, this part we'll use for belts, this part we'll feed our children. Oh, so this is the only one made for for eating. And it is delicious, and there's different kinds. We like Everyday Plus. That's yep. the kind that we like. It's kind of like the medium strength. It's no, There's no cloudiness associated with it. It's like a very functional product. It's good, clean, clear, calm. Kind of gives us both like a happy glow. Mm-hmm. We like to take it. Pretty much, I'll, I've taken a bunch today. Mm-hmm. You take it in the morning, it doesn't matter. It's not like an intoxicant. It's like a life. It sounds like we're selling snake oil, but it is a life-enhancing product. It yeah. just makes you feel good. Yeah. A little bit quicker to laugh. A little bit looser in the body. Mm-hmm. Remember the first time I took it? I did a dance right here. I do remember. <laughs> I, I, it does make you, like, you don't realize the aches and pains that you just have from getting older. Yeah, and or just like sitting yeah. for a long period of time. Yeah. <laughs> and this like kind of melts into you. It's a wonderful feeling, but very, very subtle. Mm-hmm. We, we give some to everybody that we know, and, and everybody so far is in love with it. So if you want to try it, all you have to do is go to CW, like Charlotte's Web, CWHemp.com slash weird, and use the promo code YouMadeItWeird. That's all one word. And you get 10% off. Excellent. Go Go change your game. Go, go change your game. Go web your Charlotte. <laughs> All right, I, I liked work. it. <laughs> Thank you. Also, Alpha Brain, Val can attest, uh, every jacket I own 
has at least four or five Alpha Brain caplets in the pocket because I never am ever in want. I never want, I never want to be without it. It's my favorite supplement that I take every single day. It's a nootropic, which means it's like a vitamin for your brain. But I've never said this before. It's not a stimulant. It's not like coffee or five-hour energy or anything like that. I actually take it before I go to bed because it gives me dope-ass dreams and like helps me with like lucid dreaming, helps with meditation. I know this sounds crazy, but anything that your brain is in charge of, alpha brain, helps you get into it. You take it sometimes when you're writing or whatever, doing creative things. I've never written a script. I haven't done stand-up or uh, acted or anything creative in the past three years without at least taking two or three Alpha Brains 15 minutes before or done a podcast. The podcast you're about to hear, I definitely took Alpha Brain before it, and I want you to try it. So I got in touch with them. All you have to do if you want uh, 10% off as well is where's the where's the website? Oh, it's on it dot com slash weird it's not in here i just remembered that oh wow because you i take alpha breath. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best commercial for it <laughs> it's o-n-n-i-t dot com slash weird and that'll get you 10 percent off so try it that's it please watch crashing february 19th Woo-woo. continue to post sweet comments because val loves sweet comments <laughs> i do i love it and thank you to squarespace i i do want to mention again this is called the uh, that was the pre-roll. This is the mid-roll part. Oh. So we we say it again because we're so grateful to Squarespace for their sponsorship. I really believe they're a wonderful way to start your creative project, uh, launch whatever it is. If you're changing careers or a business, make your next move with Squarespace. It's widely used by all kinds of people and businesses, and Squarespace, Squarespace gives you the ability to create an online platform with which you can make your latest goals into reality. If you need a simple landing page, a beautiful gallery, a blog, or an online store, it's all included in your Squarespace website. Plus, they offer a unique domain experience that is fully transparent and simple to set up, looks great on any platform. All you got to do is a click of the mouse. Nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever, and they have 24-7 customer support in case it's award-winning. I don't know if I mentioned it's award-winning technical yeah. support. It's very simple, but if you are confused easily, which I am, they will help you. Awesome. No matter how trivial or you know simple seeming your problem may be, someone will answer the phone at Squarespace. So start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code weird to get 10% off. That's weird for 10% off your first purchase. All right, guys, crashing February 19th. Hope to see you in LA, San Francisco, New York City, or Philadelphia coming up. Me, Judd Apatow will be on some of the shows. Artie Lang, special guest. It's going to be awesome. And I hope you watch the show. And also watch The Young Pope because it's fun. Yeah, I wanted to say get into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're my love. Will you say it? Okay, uh, all right. Let's enjoy this wonderful episode. You guys, get into it. Very good. Thank you. Very good. I think, I think this just got serious. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> What's going on? Hi, Lori. Hi, how you doing? Long time coming. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like that? Yeah, it totally. To I feel like we've... Talked about doing a, a podcast for a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Aristotle. Did you meet Aristotle? I did. <laughs> That's such a weird person. I mean, me, not Aristotle. Well, you know what's weird? I usually <clears throat> I've only taped with Jackie in here, so it feels. Uh... Oh yeah, I just saw on your Wikipedia, which is you know seems stupid, but it's a it's a great resource for finding out about. I learned you lived in a multi-generational home. 
And that's what it said? And I was like, okay. Well, someone what? Oh, someone added that. I didn't add that. Oh, my God. Well, it said in the thing about you having a podcast, which immediately made me feel relief. I love having other podcasters on. Yes. Just because I love having other comedians. They all have a different taste. But it's always, if you can have an improviser that's also a podcaster or a stand-up that's also a podcaster, I mean, you're just, you're just used you're to just, it. Yeah. You're just in it. Yeah. <laughs> but you, what's it called? It's called... Uh, uh, the Jackie and Lori Show. And how long... <laughs> how long was that discussed? We're not big on titles. Um, <laughs> well, we, we just wanted it to be plain, much like we are. Are you plain people? <laughs> We're plain you people. You eat Jimmy John's a lot? <laughs> That's the plainest sandwich I've ever had in my life. A uh, Cracker Barrel, Jimmy John, sure. Cracker Barrel, well named Cracker Barrel. Eight. It's like, do you want to? <laughs> do you want your food to whisper to you? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's just so gentle. It is. Yeah, I lo- Yeah, but what do you mean plain? Brent Weinbach. Yeah. Did this podcast and he's like, I'm very plain. I like plain things. I like Keds. I like saltines. I I meant uh, like uh, we're not fancy, and we decided that uh, we didn't want it to be um, gyno oriented. The title, which is so funny, because you're oh, I think we're you women. The podcast, but podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea you were British. <laughs> I'm learning so much. But the I'm listening to my dad wrote a porno. Are you listening to that? It's a podcast. No, uh-uh. so funny. Oh, really? And they're British, and I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. That's they, great. Even when they're like being stupid, they yeah. sound. I know this. Are is they obvious. comics? No, you wouldn't believe it though. They're so funny. Yeah, cool. I, but then, sorry to sidetrack. Yeah, no, please. I can't tell because I listen to them and I'm like, this is funny the way the BBC Office was funny. Yeah. And I was like, what percentage of our enjoyment of British things is just that they're like, oh my god, you daft. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And we're just yeah. Like, <laughs> Yes. But to them, it's just like, no, my no, dad. No, that's a conversation. Not my yeah. dad. I was just watching your thing, so I go to a dad example right yeah. away. But like someone, that's just yeah. a normal thing that your dad would say. Like, you're being crazy. Yeah. But there, it's like, you're being doffed. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but it sounds like a great personality. Yes. But it's actually like a cultural kind of identity. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the way that they well, everything's yeah. a question. Like, are you having a bit of an agreement? Are you? Yes, just the darling way they speak. It's we, darling. We can't pull it off. We we're, can't do we're it. We're just like clods. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. You we know, just stomping around the English language, killing fucking words, it yeah. fucking it up. Having a bit of a massacre, wrong. aren't they? They don't quite <laughs> yes. know what to do with it. <laughs> they have it, and they make these beautiful analogies and everything. Yeah. Very. But then I'm like, I can't tell. Honestly, how much credit to give these three individuals? Yeah. Because they sound to me like every funny British person. Russell Brand comes to mind, yes. which is a cadence yeah. that we love. And then yes. I'm like, wait, yeah. but they, you know, it goes the other way. British people like American stuff. And is it because we sound like dumb, harrowing dumb. baboon? <laughs> it sounds like a bit of a baboon, doesn't he? Well, you don't want to know why you think something's funny, uh, right? I don't know. Because the more you learn about the person, like the more you know about Ricky Gervais, you're like, oh, stop talking. <laughs> I'm going to touch your arm. I'm going to touch your arm. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I, we, was that a, is that Andy a warning shot? Andy Kindler was oh. in your uh, wonderful special. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. It, and whenever I see his face, I think of his hate <laughs> for Ricky Gervais. I know. And, you know, as someone who likes to be spiritual, I, I want to yeah. be very clear that it's not that he's an atheist. I, I'm yeah. not crazy about the way... He goes about it. I look yes, at someone like exactly. It's Pen, arrogance. Pen Gillette. I'm like, this motherfucker just converted me to atheism. You yeah, know what I mean? You're yeah, like, yeah. brilliant, 
uh, humorful? Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. I was just going to say. And Ricky, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's it's just sort of a contempt for people that don't think the way you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I normally describe myself in- politically. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. And isn't yeah. that why it's unpleasant? Because we yeah. all have that impulse yeah. to indulge yes. and behave that way. And just go, hey, duh, it's obvious. Yeah. My, the way My way of thinking is yeah. obvious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and the people that agree, it's like a delicious... Uh, uh, cheese sandwich, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yes. You can just have a cucumber at half past. <laughs> 30 so hard. Half past. Half past. It's not telling you half past what? Yeah. That's open to yeah, your interpretation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be the hour. They it could give be you quarter the past. Maybe they're telling you it's 45 past. <laughs> because when they say half past, I mean 15 past. Listen, it's a math joke and it's oh my the morning. God. <laughs> <laughs> it Nobody really is. That. But I know what you mean. But uh, the... the it, it's hard because, like, when you look at, like, um, Miles Davis, right? Right. I'll throw on a Miles Davis record, but Please. I would never throw on a, a Bill Cosby record, not no, not anymore. Oh, And I'm not even saying right, that. Right, right, right. About knowing wrong. what's behind the, what's making the sausage. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is one of those things. I'm not saying, like, so I shouldn't play a blues musician. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even talking about Miles Davis anymore. I'm just saying some f- fictional blues right. musician who killed his uh, wife or something. Should we throw that on because we're like, well, he's not, you know, talking about his wife or whatever. I, maybe he but is. Do, but I don't, don't you know. think uh, enjoying comedy is so much about enjoying the person, what you think is true about For the person sure. versus That's, music is not that at all. If Bill Cosby, uh, and again, this is always a touchy thing. I want to be very clear that he, he's a monster. He yeah. did some fucked up shit. And, uh, but like if well, he were a jazz. Petey's not convicted yet. Uh, so uh, innocent to proven <laughs> How many times do you have to be accused? 64. And I think he's just shade under. He did it full stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 64. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But anyway, if he played the saxophone, maybe we would throw on a Bill Cosby. You wouldn't care. You wouldn't care. And your expectations for musicians are lower as people, you know, we just think they're sort of crazy or maybe tuned into the universe in a way because they can create music. Right. They're on a different plane. You almost want them to uh, be suffering. Yes. Comedians have to pretend that they're at least pretend that they're like the audience, but a little weird. We're like a little bit of a Like if if there's the black hole of like oblivion and if we go in there, we're all Salvador Dali. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We're all Bukowski. Yeah. That's a better example. Yeah. Not just uh, melting clucks, but really like, I want to fuck my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. There's something really hard. Again, with a dad thing. We've all been there, Pete. No, don't worry about it. Don't I be I thought that one tweet you had. I love pointing people toward, towards Freud, and I was like, the dad is the first. We'll get to it. Who cares? I'm going to write down Freud. Okay. I'll just write that down. But uh, musicians are, I think, Allowed and, and performance artists yeah. certainly are allowed to like cannonball mm-hmm. into the into yeah. the void, and and comedians I think are supposed to be at least one toe like in the bridge, reality. yeah, yeah. Or yeah. We, we we'll have to hold your hand as we take you, yeah, exactly, kicking and screaming. Like what you were doing was like grief, but you're like, hey, I'm I'm just like you, yeah, I'm just like a regular person, and that's what a comedian is supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas a performance artist might have painted the room black, and you walk in and and they throw applesauce at you because that's yeah. the food that you remember from your youth, <laughs> and you leave, and you didn't get it till you read the pamphlet. You're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, applesauce. <laughs> but, but you're you're going out on a li- like you're willing to give them uh, the creative oh. license, and if you're comic and one joke goes awry, you know, creative license is seized away. I Wait know. a minute, I thought you. You were funny. Like they, the audience gets 
angrier, quicker a at a comic wire. than they do at an artist. That was I was just thinking about save lines. You write save lines. Or yeah. Whatever. I never it never occurred to me to write save lines until I started doing more shows, and I was like, I got to do something about these <laughs> <I got> lulls. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them was just that. I was like, if this were a play, you'd think, oh, what a slice of life. You know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, he's yeah. being sincere. Yeah. He's being moving. But if a comedian says something and you know, like last night I did a show. Yeah. And the comedian before me was doing this kind of lip sync or something to uh, Adele. Yeah. And I went out and I was just like, Adele is so good. I felt a number of us being like, just play the Adele. Like, let's just listen. <laughs> but no one laughed. Yeah. No one laughed. It was kind of like a juiced up date night. It was at yeah. a clubby club and it was all good, but I could tell they were just kind of like a bunch of dudes not willing to admit to loving Adele. This is how I diagnosed Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. And I will always blame the audience. <laughs> you know, not enough comedians do. <laughs> You know, it's time to it's time to go back there. That's a I actually throwback think, attitude. I love it. I think it. we have gone too far to no one blames the audience anymore because yeah. it became like a thing. Yeah, I mean, they're, they Do you blame the audience? When they're drunk? Completely, 100%. What about just just like what I'm doing last night, I, I got it from the movie Comedian. Juiced yeah. up. I don't like when <laughs> they're juiced seen, up. Wait, Seinfeld? Or yeah, th- Seinfeld. Oh, oh, I haven't seen that in all, such a long time. He says juiced up. He, he's kind of making an argument that he's like, I'm not going out on Friday or Saturday. You're oh, too juiced up. Yeah. And I love juiced up. It doesn't mean drunk. It To me, it actually means like heavy with semen. <laughs> like just these like <laughs> these guys. These guys with with heavy scrotums that have been saving it for Friday, and they're just doing something. And the woman's juiced up too. You know, she's marinating in her sort of. Can I business. use "heavy with semen" as some sort of memoir title? Yes. Okay, thank you. Heavy with semen. Um, yeah, um, no, I much. I agree. Like always, my favorite shows are Thursday or Sunday, and Friday and Saturday it's can be fun, but they're work. Like you have yeah. a, you have to manage a crowd, and or they're really good but they don't go with you on that fourth Friday, tag yeah. yeah yeah like i want an audience that stays till no one's laughing at a joke like <laughs> we're gonna keep tagging this until Isn't that one funny? guy silences himself yeah because you've been doing it 27 years yeah 20 i think 20 yeah yeah clocked over to 28 now yeah the, the what are your credentials for a good show because that just makes me think i'm like it's not enough that they laugh. I want there to be some sort of secure connection established. How I feel you know I mean? on stage. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like with my special, there was I, – I take four shows. And to me, the third one was like maybe technically the best because the audience was – it was like a Saturday – first show but yeah. I and I had on my mind right I got that in a can now I can have fun on the fourth show right and the fourth show to me felt the best yeah you know and I don't know if it was did the you best use it mostly mostly oh, yeah but it but you when you feel free and you're not locked in with I gotta do this joke and follow up with this joke you, well you're a different person you are the comedian you're meant to be because you're not tied too hard to it. things that's it yeah it's like forgetting that it's supposed to be fun yeah and Friday yeah, and yeah, Saturday yeah. it feels more like lion taming yeah uh, mm-hmm. Than it does any sort of like I, let's let's forget that there's this established order to this like I'm yeah. a comedian and I'll make you laugh. Yeah. It's expectation. It's Friday Saturday. They yes. expect yeah. it to be great. Mm, yeah, if they you, want a show. They want you, Broadway. Exactly. Right. But if you crush it on Thursday, yeah, that was a fucking Thursday. He killed <laughs> it on Thursday. That's a needless crush. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you did it. And, you only need to crush on yes. the weekends. Fuck around on Thursday. Oh, you just made me think. One of the first clubs I worked was in Milwaukee, and I remember it was a Thursday through Sunday, and on Thursday it was fine, and on Friday, the middle and the headliner were, like, ironing their pants and getting, like, suits ready. <laughs> so you guys were in a condo? We were in a condo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm not 
I, I was I didn't have any nice clothes, so it was Suits. over. Oh my god! But they were like, "Yeah, it's Friday, man. This is like a serious thing." And they kind of were like talking to me, like, "Aren't you gonna not wear that too <laughs> tight t-shirt?" Yeah, that with- mustard will come off, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, it's my opener. <laughs> the mustard's my opener. <laughs> you can't take off your opener. Yeah, I have forgotten to wear my Were they? Once. That seems like a Midwest comic thing, too. Were they both Midwestern guys? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It does It does feel like a Midwest thing. But it was also the club. Yeah. Everybody at the club dressed up Friday, Saturday. I was like, I hate expectation. Oh, it's yeah. It's like getting drunk at lunch. Uh, who has that line? Oh, uh, David O'Doherty. Yeah. Has this great line about like how life can be great. Yeah. And and he's Irish, so yeah. he's got a little bit of that, like, it can be absolute shite, you know, and just like, <laughs> like <"Yay!" laughs> stay daft, stay daft. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, but there's lovely bits, too, right? I'm yeah. doing British, I know. Yeah. And he taught, and his, exa- his first example is getting unexpectedly drunk with a friend. And I was like, oh, yes. that's yeah. Thursday. Yeah, yeah, Friday. yeah. Friday is, it's Friday. Yeah. I've earned it. Gonna get hammered. And you're kind of angry about it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thursday, like, I meet you at four o'clock. Yeah. And and we just, you want to get some wine? (laughs) And we just get a glass. Next thing you know, we're having martinis. That's like the, it's not about the alcohol. It's about, like, I didn't expect this. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a Thursday show for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, they're my favorite shows. I hate, I hate, uh, I mean, I guess the dream as a comic is to be able to just fly in and do one Saturday show to a theater and leave. But then you actually, you don't get a feel for the city. I I love a Thursday show just to get a, just to get your hands around something, you know? I think that's a very big point you're making is that like we lived in a uh, dorms in college right? yeah. and then you have all this like forced community yeah. and I hated it. Like yeah. 80% of the time I was like, I fucking hate this guy. I can hear his stereo. Yeah. Like, I I look back on it fondly, but if I'm being fair to myself, I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I can't wait. No privacy, to have half an a apartment. bedroom. Yeah. And I did. I actually stayed in the dorms for four. Yeah. You have to walk down the hall. I was as far from the bathroom oh, t- as yeah, you could Oh get yeah. 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 Your yeah. Gross shower shoes. Yeah. Yes. And if like, if, <laughs> Everything that you own is on the left. Like you can't yeah. even own the bedroom you're in. That's <laughs> it. As soon as you walk in, you have to go to the left. That's there's, it. There's a masking tape uh, oh. dividing the room in half. Because you're having your a fight. Crazy roommate. Yes. Yeah. Don't step over here. Yeah. Uh, my jewel poster went on my side. <laughs> I did did have you have poster. the Albert Einstein with the crazy hair poster? God, just the, <laughs> your, did. the thing. Did. You did? I did. You did with I his like tongue his... out? Yes. Oh, that I was love it. That showed that I was ready to be an adult. Yeah. That I had that poster in my half of the dorm room. But being silly, but also very smart. Yeah, yeah, that I knew that you had to be silly too. If you were a set dresser, look at this spider. It's tiny. Don't, Is don't it? be afraid. Okay. He's going up. See him? Wow, you have um, superhero eyes because I don't see it. At no, all. no, no. It's because he's backlit to me. Okay. Yeah, little little slice of life. Yeah. <laughs> see, I what? didn't see where it went though. I don't see where it went either. But it's the kind of spider you know when they're I like one of us will feel oh, it. Oh, Aristotle, Aristotle can see it. It's the kind of spider where they're like you know you eat eight spiders a year or whatever. No, I didn't. Um, let's stop right there. What? <laughs> In your sleep. I want to finish the bit, no! though. Okay. You hope it's those spiders. Those are, that was a tiny-ass spider. Like, I would eat... If that was Fear Factor, the, the prize would be 50 cents. Like, it is the tiniest... It is a tiny ...little one. spider. You don't like the spiders? I, I don't want to eat does. them. Nobody likes Who wants to eat a spider? Yeah, nobody likes it. Nobody, nobody's into it. No. Uh, well, I love Charlotte's Web. I'm pro-spider. 
I thought you meant the hemp oil that's that we. Oh, on I heard show. about. I, I was like, God, I gotta <laughs> try like, oh, that, no. man. Oh, I wish I could have brought you some. Can you get it on Amazon? Some. You can get it at uh, uh, CW Hemp. CW uh, Hemp. Okay, but go yeah. to slash weird and you made it. Yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of it's not it's not cheap. Yeah, it's like a night. It's like a good thing. Yeah, but it's ten percent off if you use the promo. Cool. So I'm not trying to get your biz as much. as I'm trying. To, I you really, I use the you code. really like on a long flight. It really does help you. That's what did it. So you listened to my podcast. Yes. Oh my god. I, I was like, what is this? To me, magic. I always. I know it sounds like snake oil or something yeah. like that because I get so emphatic. Yeah. But uh, it it is the sort of thing where I'm in a, a long flight. I take it. And like you just don't shift in your seat. Yeah, you just sit there. Wow, like a statue. Just like I feel fine. Oh, and last that's great. Night, last night, like I'm trying to be healthy and stuff. I was like, yeah. I came home, I did a set, and I, I'm sometimes guilty of that. Like I deserve anything if I've done a set. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'll be it's, like, like it's weightlifting. Ah! I need ice cream. <laughs> It doesn't what? burn. New material doesn't burn <laughs> calories, Pete. Let's, I literally remember that. I tried to go for a while, like I walked the dog at night, and I went doing a set burns calories. And here you are, like no, it doesn't. It does not. But I took some of the Charlotte's Web, and I was like, I, I clearly just needed something to make me feel a little bit more nice. Yeah, but not. I didn't need the. I'm such an LA person, but it's eight calories. The the, the oil is eight calories per like serving, <laughs> and a drink is like oh, I'm such an asshole. no no. You know it's it's weird. Like Aristotle when in my asshole. <laughs> a little bit. You're a counter. We you already did a math problem early I on. You're know. obsessed with numbers. I'm an asshole just for that. I haven't done any drugs, but I but now that pot will be legal. Oh, very you haven't soon. done any drugs? I, no, I love it. No. You know Flanny at Largo. No, I don't. Oh, Flanny, Mark Flanny, who did this yeah. podcast, he's amazing. He's one of those. Yeah. And the reason I bring him up is I'm like, some of my favorite people are those people that are like, I've just never done anything. Well, I, I think because um, I was an, a freshman in college when Len Bias died, and that was like the biggest story in the world. Do you remember? He was a college basketball player, and he was maybe like on track to be like the next Michael Jordan or something. Oh, like, no. great. And he, the story was, and I don't know if it was proven to be true. That he tried cocaine once and had a heart oh, yeah. attack and dropped. That's why dead. my uh, my brother and I were talking about that. Yeah, neither he or I have ever done cocaine. Never w- would want yeah. to. Uh, and he uh, he he's like, I remember that he was yeah. talking about that. Yeah, somebody did cocaine and their like heart explodes. Yeah, I don't like anything involving the heart. <laughs> I know. Leave it alone. It's got so much to do. It's so it's it's one of those things where like if you smoke pot and get freaked out about your heart, I'm like, yeah. no, you're right. It's it's terrifying. Yeah, like I don't like feeling it. Yeah, I, I'm okay with it. Val, my girlfriend is worse with it. Like, yeah, she, if you start talking about her heart, her heart will start like. Wow. Like she jokes, like it knows it's talking about it. <laughs> it's like we're talking about it. <laughs> Guys, I'm right here. <laughs> Her heart is a comedian. Basically, it needs constant attention. But no drug, alcohol. Uh, yeah, occasionally. You do occasionally yeah. Alcohol, yeah. But, but it doesn't really grab you. No, and I get like one glass of wine makes me feel kind of drunk. So, really? Uh, yeah. I only. I don't know if I completely envy. I was going to say I only envy that. Yeah. There's part of me that like I said this to. Jim Atkins, the guy from Jimmy Eat World who's sober. Mm-hmm. And there's something so weird about like the positive thing that I find with alcohol with me is that it does – it has a heart opening, the emotional heart. Yeah. <laughs> Not the weird one we don't want to talk about. It has a heart opening quality. Yeah. Uh, where like a lot of texts that I send that are just like, 
hey man, like you, you gotta, you gotta come do the podcast or like, yeah. I, I miss you. Let's, let's do this. It's like after a glass of wine. It's like, that's yeah. when I'm in yeah, this yeah, like yeah. really very yeah. sweet place. Val actually likes it. She's sometimes like, will you please have a glass of wine? Like you're so much nicer, but that's the, that's the best ad I can give it. But then when I hear about somebody like you who doesn't, it just doesn't call I, to I, you. No, I forget. Like, and but plus, I love that. That means it has no hold on you whatsoever. It doesn't, no. And, uh, but I, and I can you forget what? You forget? To drink. <laughs> like, you know how people say they forget to eat, and it, that always <laughs> enraged me. Like, yeah. how could you forget lunch? It's, yes. <laughs> well, I don't it's understand. It's so good. It yeah. sometimes looks so much like dinner. <laughs> I love lunch doing a good dinner impression. Oh, yes. Why are mashed potatoes and gravy here? Like, just like, what the fuck is going on here, lunch? Lunch is killing you it. You need a steak knife for lunch. You are yes. living the best life ever. Ah, the steak knife. <laughs> One meal a month in the 1800s. Oh. Now it's three meals a day. Last, in uh, New York, I, I was in New York for Thanksgiving by myself because my kid was with his dad. And I I took a like a 110 block walk and just had a steak dinner yeah. by myself. Oh. It was so good. You're doing it. You're it was doing great. It. I know. That's that's the equivalent of unexpectedly. Yes, drunk. it is. Yes, yes. We With hate, a friend, Jimmy, Jimmy. Sorry, I don't know why I'm having such incredible recall of other things people have said on this podcast. <laughs> but Jimmy Kimmel said one of my favorite things. He goes, "If it's on the calendar, I don't want to do it." And that yeah. isn't that great. Right, right. right. You don't yeah. want if it was on yeah. the calendar. Walk 110 blocks. <laughs> oh, my God. It would feel you like would, labor. You. Yeah. Fuck you past me. You yeah. Could, and th- I feel like a lot of the times we're rebelling against this thing that doesn't exist, which just is us. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, you should do that. And you're yeah, like, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck you. You're just talking to yourself. Yeah. But when it happens organically, next thing you know, you're eating a steak. It's probably the best steak of your life. It was awesome. And the walk was great. Where was it? It was, it? Uh, it was a, I think it was called Sugar Factory. It was one of the – there wasn't a lot of places open. It was Thanksgiving. But uh-huh. it was one of the ones that was and it was like in the meat packing packing district i walked from 145th to i think 12th or something like that wow. yeah just down riverside it was so great it was, it was like moody it was like a rainy moody a couple yeah. people out but i love those manhattan nights where you yeah. feel like you're in a short story or something yeah like, yeah oh. yeah, or yeah. A, even better a new yorker short story i mean the, the, the magazine <laughs> yes you're the old man <laughs> shuffling down seven in loafers Somebody's drawing you right <laughs> For their first cartoon <laughs> submission. <laughs> and you, suddenly you get that bag that all old men in Manhattan have. Yeah. Leather bag. Oh, yeah. You know they, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like Where they're they're typed novel manuscript. It's it's not on a computer. It's, it's not on Word. Do- yes, 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 it's yes, got yes, an accordion yes, yes. side yes. and it's only typed. If you lose it, it's gone. <laughs> if you lose it, you've lost your life's work. That's why they can't leave without it. <laughs> I would do that so much. I would walk in New York so much. Anyway, to back to yeah. the point that I thought that was great that you made. We have a lot of things. Yeah. I think when you're saying like, I wish, uh, and you're going to help me, I hope you can help me remember why I said this, but it was a good point I thought you were making. Okay. It's like, we think we'll be happier when, if we could just drive in and do the set on Saturday, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's easier. So you're Amy Schumer. Yes. You're Gaffigan. You're Gaffigan. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You take all of the uh, hassle out of travel. Not yeah, all of it. Yeah, you don't have to pack too much. A you lot can probably, it. it's all carry on. And you fly and you do the set and you leave. And it's, yeah. and it's beautiful. And I'm yeah. not saying it's not beautiful. But it's one of those things in life where you're like, okay, I used to live in an apartment. And mm-hmm. I knew my neighbors. And yeah. And I would see them. And I yeah. saw their dogs and stuff. And occasionally they'd be annoying because I'm like a, I like things kind of quiet. What am I, Mr. Wilson, Dennis the Menace reference? <laughs> One old guy. I get. I with get his accordion it. Accordion briefcase. Like, ah, 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 ah. 
I'm, just, I'm not that much of a tight ass about it, but I do like things when they're tranquil. So, so yeah. then you move to a, a house now, no shared walls and stuff. But you're missing out. Like the more you isolate, mm-hmm. so the comedian that flies in. The, the thoughts and fond memories you have of the road, for me, it's about having that, like, third day where you just can't stay in the hotel anymore. So you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just – it's every it, things are messy and, and – Yeah, uh, messy. The audience isn't monitored that well. You know, at a theater, I'm sure nobody's heckling these guys. You know, if they are, they're immediately kicked out. And for sure. Not that you want to be heckled, but there is a thing. Uh, there is like this. There's an electricity. Yes, yeah, so that we're in this together, and yeah. you guys could overpower me right now, yeah. and I'm going to stop that with my words. The stand-up and that's is cornered. Game. You're cornered. Yeah, yeah. You're literally cornered. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like the bigger you get, the more security you have, and it and, and this, it becomes clean and yeah. not and, and not all of your Life Not gritty in clean. a way. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Less, really super supremely rich people, further and further and further you go, bigger, yeah. bigger, bigger, bigger house. You get lost in your own house. Yeah. Everything's delivered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, um, Mike, that's like that now without even, you know, it's so much easier to go to Amazon than go to the mall and have, you know, I was I was at Macy's in Burbank and this Armenian lady was drag. just like... <laughs> Wouldn't wouldn't wait on me, and I'm yeah. like, I just went off. Oh, fuck it, I didn't buy the thing, and I just went and bought it on Amazon. And now Macy's is laying I, off like uh, ten thousand people. Oh, why I mean, why the last punchline? You could have left that out. I just want to make fun of Macy's. It's such a good punchline, I Pete. Know. How could you not? This is your new style. You bring us into the dark truth. <laughs> They're called truth lines. They're not punchlines. <laughs> That's hilarious. I've done that very thing where I've been in a, a GameStop, which is a video game. Yeah, yeah. And I'll. I'm like, do you have it? And they're like, no. And I'll be like, I'm just going to, I'll download it. Uh, <laughs> and, and the yes. woman went, you can't download it. <laughs> and I went home and yes, you can. She was just <laughs> mad at people. Be, like, I wasn't even being a dick. I was yeah. just like, oh, that's okay. I'll just download I it. I know. And we, she's like, there's you're no- supposed to say I'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. Can we, you order it for me? We won't wait anymore. We you know. all are acting like the richest celebrities that ever lived. You, you know, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. what? When you build a wall, oh god, cliche alert <laughs> that keeps out the shit. Yeah. You're also building a wall that keeps out some serendipitous yeah. goodness. Spiders. Spiders <laughs> that I would have eaten for yes. fifty cents. <laughs> Half a dollar. You're daft. I am Wait, it daft. doesn't sound good with an American uh, accent. You're daft. I have said it with an American accent. Now, do you do you people don't like it? <laughs> do you uh you're on the precipice? Presp- right, precipice, precipice, right? Yeah, of potentially getting to of getting to that Gaffigan level. Do yeah, you- I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I've I've watched slowly mm-hmm. uh, things get better. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, and your 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 show is on on. When does it start? February nineteenth, doesn't right. it? Yeah, HBO. <laughs> it's a subscription service, isn't it? Oh, said the bishop to the queen. I so, you, wait, I like your character if you have a show on HBO, but you're not really sure how it works. And you little people can figure it out, right? I don't You get know it. what's funny is I've tried to be the like humble guy and just be like, that's ah, in February, so it's 19 or 14. And they're like, you should know that. And I was like, yeah. That's like one of the things I've You can't know that. You're not a you're not an asshole for knowing know. when your TV show debuts. But for some reason, I don't know how you where where are you from? Uh, California? Yeah, Northern California. Which part? Uh, Walnut Creek, California. Walnut East Creek. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Val is from Northern California. Oh, where? Uh, Humble. Oh like, yeah. Hum- she's, oh, she's oh that's from Northern there, California. Lived, that's yeah, like real, real close to Portland. Yeah, that's Oregon almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah real. That that's not that far. You're not in the it's like. It's not too far. She's north of Redding, right? She's a uh, Redding. Uh, <laughs> 
Ar- uh, Eureka Arcada. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sort of mm-hmm. area. Um, so I just in case you were from the same area. Uh, she's not from there. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I'm not good with basic facts about my girlfriend. <laughs> that's that's a quick way. You to just need to know what she wants for dinner on Valentine's Day. That's true, and it's a 110 block walk. <laughs> Oh, mistake. No. oh no! I've never had someone laugh and throw that. <laughs> I laughed and my ear. headphones fell back. What were we saying? Oh, getting to that place. I have a hard time talking to people about uh, like the show because I, yeah. I for some reason it feels impolite. Yeah. And then Val was like, "It's impolite to not talk about it. Just yeah. like the quickest way through it. And it's not that it's unpleasant. It's just talk about it. Yeah. What yeah, was yeah. that like? Oh man, it was amazing. Like I, I'm always like." Do you really want to know? Like, what do you, do you, want, you want me to regale you with stories? And, and yeah. she's like, yeah, just tell one. Yeah, this yeah, is like, yeah. Like my parents. Just tell one. I'm like, I don't give a fucking shit. Uh, that is such a, Don't make the mistake that I made, by the way, which is I watched – I can't watch uh, – it's not that I'm – it's not overly mean. Yeah. I don't like watching more than like half of a comedy special. Yeah. So I only saw the first 30 minutes of your special because I wrongly assumed – like every stand-up special, I would be like, I can't. It's making me – it makes me anxious. I start like – Oh, yeah. You're thinking of other ideas. You're like, does yeah. this touch on mindful? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, I just saw a preview for Gavigan's new special and I was like, that's very similar to a premise uh. of mine. That's why I don't watch this it's shit. It's hard. I know. I but know. But then I didn't know that yours is this glorious – it opens and I'm like, okay, here we go, stand-up special. Yeah. And then it goes into like a – Little documentary. A little doc. And then back to stand-up. The rest of it's all stand-up. Of course it is, which is yeah. brilliant because you're you're getting people invested instead of what might have happened when you were running it. Yeah. Just someone kind of like, uh, you know, airdropping yeah. a pretty right, big right. emotional load. Being like, no, here's everything that happened and you're going to see them and we're yeah. going to talk to them and, and then the jokes. I think yeah. that's brilliant. But I, I, I should have – I wish I had allotted more time because I watched it this morning. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I only it's... got 30 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess maybe like – I like how you said airdropping. It, it might it might have uh, made me seem like more of an asshole. Like, if you just started. Yeah. yeah. Start, well, it sounded like you ran into that problem. Yeah, I did run into that yeah. problem. Uh, in reg- I would just talk about my dad dying of cancer, and uh, I would just drop it into a regular set, as we do all right. material, right? right and right, then right, right. some people, at, you know, at a Friday or a Saturday show, didn't want to fucking hear about it, right. you know? And and probably the jokes weren't as good as they were at the end of you know the time I was working it out. Right. But yeah, so isn't that funny? I've seen other friends of ours yeah. who going through some sort of trauma yeah. doing that thing, and yeah. nobody likes it. Even yeah. the comedian is kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's I like, gotta do sorry, this. I got to do this. I yeah, I can't it. talk about shopping right now because how, this thing's happening. It's how a lot of people feel about Trump, for example. It's like, I can't just talk about, this isn't me. I have no yeah. problem talking about bones <laughs> and boomerangs. Boomerang? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, you're staying within the Commonwealth, but now you've gone to Australia. I like it. I like it. It's part of the, the Queen's, the queen's uh, dominion. Yeah, yeah, that's why she's on the money, mate. <laughs> You ever forget? Look down to the cash. Uh, but some people I know are like, I have to talk about that because it's a big thing in their life. Yeah, and it's a lot of fear, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of the thing that kept coming up on the on your uh, special was processing. Yeah, I was like, isn't that peculiar that we just do have a system? Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not a foolproof system, but there's things that we do when we're grieving. And they work. Or yes. you tell me if they work. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're a comedian, you have this thing in place where every every experience that happens to you gets evaluated for potential joke material. Yeah. And so 
when a death happens, that's it goes to the same place. Your yeah. brain, it, your brain doesn't distinguish between right. Uh, um, you know, g- getting a traffic ticket and having your father die, right? And just goes well, mm, and you goes on to the assembly line to the part, of the joke making part of you, right, right, right. You know, and there they were, yeah, and some really, really great jokes. No, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, really, really funny. And I had that thing that Conan was talking about, where you're laughing and you're like, "That's really dark" or whatever. Yeah, and I was kind of like, "That's kind of unfortunate." I mean, I get it. Yeah. But we have this like swell up of I don't know if it's superstition or something. It's like if I laugh at death, he'll come for me. He'll I come for my family. Yes, it's like magical thinking, right? That right. I don't know if Tina Fey coined that or if she's the first person I heard say it. Yeah. But if like you ever, uh, I thought if, it was an OCD thing. Maybe it is. Yeah. yeah, you say something hoping it won't come true. Oh. So I remember when my dad was dying, I was talking about how great it was going to be when he's dead because I was going to, you know, whatever. Interesting. Because I didn't want him to die. And I right. thought there's no way if I'm saying all these horrible jokes, right. there's no way he's actually going to die. It's so silly. Let's. Here's the one time I'll say it. The uh, I can't compete with your grief card. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. Don't want, my examples are going to be more trite. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you get that sometimes where people are like, it's not the same, but when poodles died or whatever. Well, you, you know, know it's, it's like, it will, don't worry it will be <laughs> you will ah, get there <laughs> very good very buddhist yeah uh ray romano on this podcast 100 yeah. years all new people yeah <laughs> uh, he thinks that whenever he's stressed out uh but yeah, um god yeah jesus i'm just gonna say it's not poodles do- oh, oh val i often yeah. make the job i'm madly in love with valerie obviously and i'll make uh the joke it's like ah you're gonna kick me to the curb yeah you know what i mean like it's just that sort of sure sure making a joke I hate the feeling of don't don't joke about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I, and death is the big. It's a huge superstition. You're right. And but then, yeah, I, I think you could find very rational, uh, science minded people mm-hmm. um, that if you were on a bumpy plane, wouldn't join you in the chant "crash, crash, let it crash." <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Like they just would be like, "Look, there's no evidence." For it working, yeah. But I'm not going to be the case study. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. It work, you yeah. Know what I mean? Oh, yes. <laughs> that sort of we catch ourselves. I mean, go to New York. The buildings are old enough. There's no 13th floor. A lot. Yeah. Of, like we still have. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Remnant of like, I, I Valerie was whistling in my house, and my mom said, "Don't whistle. It calls the devil." My mom is first generation Lithuanian, and she's kind of weird. But like, there's <laughs> still. The devil. Oh, it, it summons the devil. Oh she was God. joking, but. You also know that she was repeating something well, she heard. Maybe they're right. <laughs> Aren't they? Don't they share a border with Putin? They, do, yeah. they know what's they going know the on. Deal. Yeah, the they devil has visited many times. <laughs> Over there, they do. Yeah. Uh, who took my peanut brittle? The, the devil came. In. <laughs> you whistled, and then Stalin took over. Nice going. <laughs> but people don't want to. It's like the woman that kind of heckles or. or Calls out. Yeah, my mom died and I didn't come here to hear about this stuff. Yeah, Yeah. my mom died in hospice. You'd almost be like, hey, my mom died in hospice. Uh, Thanks for making light of it. Yeah. Some people are like, no, you're not supposed to make light of it. Yeah, I mean, would you go, hey, I went on a date and it went bad and I didn't come here to hear about it. Yeah. (laughs) But death is the big shadow. Yes. And a lot of people do go out. To uh, to exonerate their fears, to yeah. not think about it yeah. for an hour and a half or whatever it might I be. I guess. I think about death all the time, Of though. course. Yes. I mean, I, I used to say because we're comedians, but the people that listen to this podcast have been like, no, it's a type of person, which I call weirdos. It's like the people that, that think about these things yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ram Dass, take a shot. 
Ramnas talks about death being the big shadow that we all have to deal with. The yeah. Big, the big yeah, yeah, trip. Yeah. The big trip. And we need to find ways. Almost everything we do is in some relation to death. Is a, is a cry against it. Is right. it an attempt to leave a mark? Yeah. So when there are new people, <laughs> completely new people 100 years from now, there'll be a way to look us up, I guess. Yeah. What but if our entire gonna, legacy is just on YouTube or something, uh, you know? Like but even that's, that's going to go. I wonder, did, did you – what did you learn? Here I'm trying to push impermanence on you. I was just going to be like, did you feel impermanence? <laughs> but uh, what, what, what was it like? I, it seems like you were close with your dad. Yeah. Very close. Yes. Yeah. He. Yes. Um, My follow-up question, very close. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to raise your eyebrows. It's, it's not an Ivanka-Donald relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I just meant people – I think most people go, you're closer with your dad. You're like, yeah. And they're like, mm-hmm. really? <laughs> I, my mom is that lean-in of, yeah, uh, like, all right, let's talk. Let's do it. Let's get have yes. too much to drink on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. My dad, no, he was, uh, he was great. And it, uh, the stuff we disagreed about was like uh, normal – it's politics, you know. Other than that, he was like the best guy. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, the be- like so- some people in the Tea Party are the best people. He was in the Tea Party. <laughs> yes, he, yes, so yes, yes. Conservative. Yes. Very conservative. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, would you know, just a big heart, loves dogs, would stop and help anybody if they're you know, mm. car was. I was like, would you pull over if the car was broken down? And my dad, my dad's a guy that would do that. So really? howdy to everybody that was whatever. So he, so yeah, he was a great guy. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then through the passing, I guess, was there any? Was it a profound lesson? What did, is that the vibe of it? I haven't lost anybody. So yeah. it's kind of like when I think about it now, I think about what a lesson that was or what a what an emotional experience that was. Or I guess it was. But I feel like it's a lesson I'm not able to even learn. It's more, uh, you know, the stuff I wish I – the stuff I miss about my dad, I didn't realize I'd miss. And you can't until they're not there. Mm. Like it's almost like they're blocking – Say they're blocking the sun, but you don't know it because you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> the sun because they're in the way, and then they move. You're like, oh my god, you were pro- you were protecting me from that, or I hadn't, yeah. I didn't know, and now I want you back because I got to talk to you about this. The the and, is the sun that unconditional paternal love thing? Or? I don't know. I I just use that metaphor because I needed some. I, it, no, it, I thought it was lovely. That really, I wasn't. I, I like. I don't think he was blocking light. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe thought, he was. I but thought it, he was. The, the light was but, part of him. Like, you're saying he was protecting you. Yeah, or the things that you think you're going to miss about your parents when they die are not what you what you miss, you yeah. know? And you can't – like I recorded a ton of conversations. I'm like, I'll have all this information and and I'll have his voice. And I was trying as hard as possible to just – before he died, just to like have all the puzzle pieces of him laid out so that I can put them together. Yeah. Almost without it, 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 to make him the same. I have video. I have, I have audio. I have pictures. I have everything. Right. I have his objects, and and I could reconstruct him. It's like Black Mirror. Do you watch Black Mirror? I've only seen the the pig one, the first ah! one. Well, there... <laughs> then I needed a, a very long break. I mean, it was amazing. I no, just I like, understand. whoa, my god. There's one yeah. that I I'm not even recommending you watch, but it's the yeah. idea that you could rebuild someone who passed by giving this program access to everything they ever put on the wow. internet. Wow. And then 
I don't think it's a spoiler. If you don't want to hear this, I do want to hear this. Seconds, but these people, yeah, yeah, these people, yeah. Wait, <laughs> who? This is <laughs> people listening. This is how I normally have conversations yeah. in mics. I didn't know we had an audience out there. Uh, and then they recon. They, it's basically like a robot that has that personality yeah. uploaded into it, and then ultimately, I mean, wow, kinda, it's kind of to your point. It's wow, like, this is them. Yeah, but it's not them, and it's yeah. kind of an exploration of that. Yeah, very interesting. Um, so you found that that fell short. What was the essence that you're kind of it's, missing? Yeah, that's kind of a tricky question. It's a it's hard, but it it you know like I all I know is my attempt to find it is has been futile. Like I'm on ancestry. I'm try, I'm like all up on my dad's family tree and, huh? and trying to like understand him. And well, this guy was a laborer and he came to America and they left a famine. So maybe my dad's you know and and um. There's this like the study that that uh, that trauma stays in a family for uh, several generations. Mm-hmm. Like hol- the children of Holocaust survivors are more have a le- much more anxiety that's in their DNA uh-huh. from uh, from the experience their parents had, even oh, though wow. if they were you know just born in the states and stuff. It's like alcoholism. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And yeah. so, and they also think that the fa- the Irish famine had something had had an effect on Irish event. Americans for oh, a long long time yeah. and my and if their time frame was correct then my dad would be you know maybe would be in that generation mm-hmm. of that descendants still- that were still still had some like residual trauma from yeah. the famine oh wow and you know part of me is like well if I you know if, I mean I'm interested in that just to kind of get a you know a further understanding of him you know and his silence and you know he, was he, he a quiet guy he was a he didn't talk about emotions at all. Didn't go there, and but he was a like a war veteran. He fought in Korea and he saw combat and people dying and stuff like. So I don't know like what the combination, and you know when he was born, born in nineteen thirty, that whole whatever that right. era. But I'm just, I I guess I wasn't interested when he was alive because he was there, and now that he's not, I'm just trying to uh, trying to find him. I guess you know so. The interest in dad increased. Yes, for me, definitely. Yeah. Because people are always saying, like, I'll complain about my parents a whole bunch. And then Dave Rath or somebody will be like, well, enjoy it. You know, enjoy it while you got them. And (laughs) I'm like, dude, the last meal we had at Cheesecake Factory was excruciating. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? But everyone goes, then they die. And then you're just like, shit. And then you're a mother. Yeah, I'm so, a mother, and my mother lives with me, and I know better. I know what Dave Roth is saying, and I still, like, every day I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Stop talking to me. Weird. I can't, yeah. whatever the lessons I of yearning that I've learned from my dad's loss, I Have cannot not apply to my mom. mother. <laughs> and I know when she's gone, I will feel the same sort of Do you think so? Craving. Yeah. But I can't, I can't. Is yeah. it that like oh this person loved me in that way like when you you it's a son or a daughter you have I have a son you have a son yeah so you know that sort of everything I'll do anything and yeah. I do everything for you at a certain yeah. age and you had someone do that for you yeah and did you get some of those lessons of just like geez I had no idea how necessary my parents were yeah. in becoming a person yeah and um I mean you know. The the you have the small circle of people that know you very well that have and the and the and your parents and maybe some other family members are the only people that have known you since you were born yeah and then that's 
that circle of people starts to go. Yeah. And, you know, so now you have friends that have known you since 2006. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a different. It, 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 it is crazy. It's just different. But I don't then know there's if also a humiliating thing. This is why yeah. a lot of kids, I think, rebel against their parents. It's, yeah. It's uh, – Quoting Jesus now. What is the idea? I'm sure you've heard it. People say it. A prophet in his hometown. Have you heard that idea? Um, I think – is that the comic that won't move to L.A.? Oh! <laughs> There's a lot of those in San Francisco. They'll never move to L.A. That's perfect. It's actually more the comic that goes to L.A. Oh, OK. Becomes whatever success means to him. Yeah. Then when he go- or she goes home – they are not respected at all. Oh, You're still, yes, yes, yes. So right. Jesus was kind of complaining, I'm over here, I'm the son of God, but when I go back to uh, Bethlehem or yeah. Jerusalem or whatever, uh, people are like, ah, oh, it's a sweet Jesus, the carpenter. <laughs> oh, it's Mary's kid. That's Joe and Mary's boy. <laughs> the bastard. Exactly. I remember when he shit his pants. I walk on water. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, walk to the bathroom next time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that sort of uh, thing. How did we get there from children? Children. To profit. Uh, in profit your... in his hometown. Do you remember? Why did that come up? We were saying. Uh, my mom unable to uh, appreciate. Oh, you're saying yeah. how kids, they know you when you're little. Yeah. And that's great. You're yeah. saying that that's great. But then there's also an element of like. Hey, you knew me when I was 10. Yeah. I like these other people who don't know me yeah. as Jesus who shit his pants. Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> <laughs> I will always think of you as Jesus who shit his pants. Um, but there's, you know, um, like what I what I can say to my son when he's older, when he does something is I, I can say, oh, you've always been like that. You've you always liked this and you didn't like that. And yeah. cause you, as you as a person grow, you're like, why am I? Why? Why am I like this, and why am I like that? And it is nice to so- have someone Our go. Record. Oh, but when yeah. you were four, and this is before you know society got its hands on you and culture told you to be this way. Right. When you were four, you liked this thing, right. and you, you liked to be alone, and you didn't uh-huh. like to have, be around a lot of people. Right. So that's part of your nature, right. and it's helpful to you know if you have an observer. You know, sometimes a parent isn't the best observer because they see it through their own prism, but. You know, if if you as a parent can be as neutral as possible to observe your child and just and go, this is this is your nature, right? And it has been since you were a baby, right? Kind of like a nice to meet you thing instead of a my my boy will cook the sweetest ham in three counties. <laughs> it's more just like seeing does this kid have an interest in smoking? Ham? Oh yeah, just yeah yeah. So <laughs> so as a grown up, it's still nice to have someone that's known you your whole life. Yeah, and then and and now. You know, now once my mom goes and and as I get older, I'm the I'm the one that's telling you who I am, and I'm and you know I'm not the best judge of that. And, yeah, it's uh, interesting. Yeah, and plus there's this other thing of like I'm not married, and I might meet a guy one day, and he won't know my dad, <laughs> and that that weird? breaks my heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost makes me want to get back together with exes just because they knew my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. That seems like – that's like archetypal sort of base, like real first floor of your being dire. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like the family and history. It's, yeah. And it's lovely. I yeah. completely understand what you're saying. Because someone can describe their parent to you all – but if you never saw them flesh and blood and had that interaction – right. 
I also mean anything can't to you. explain my parents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> at <please>. all. <laughs> I tried my best. You got to observe them in their own atmosphere. I, I yeah. like to say it's not. It's not. Uh, it sounds mean, but it's not. I just mm-hmm. go. They're not people. Like you'll go. Like that. That doesn't mean they're inhuman. Yeah, they're just not like anyone you've met. Is yeah, the yeah, way that yeah. I can say it. Yeah, but the funny way I say it is, I go. They're not people. They're like, <laughs> well, why don't you do this? I'm like, well, you don't understand. They're not people in the way you're thinking of people, <laughs> and they're lovely, and I really do think they're great, and I've I've had some great times with them, and I. Still Still do, but then when Val or or my friend Joe or whatever meets them, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I get what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's just like, yeah, I've never met a person like that. Interesting. I, you know, death sometimes does have that for the dying person. Yeah. Again, Ram Dass talks about. He says a lot of people. I haven't read any Ram Dass. I you're I, about it to hear like a I lot must. of it. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to. That sounds interesting. Um, he actually talks about death so much. Yeah. It's either the best thing for you or the worst. I don't know if it's going to be the worst thing for you, but right. it's one of my favorite things in the world. Have he, you watched the OA? Yeah. Okay. I just finished it last oh night. Oh, my actually. God. Yeah. The OA, in my opinion, no no heavy spoilers here, yeah. is what Ram Dass is talking about. He was a big oh. proponent of the hospice movement. Although yeah. he, he, the one thing that he disagreed with the hospi- the founder of hospice, was that she said death is an abomination, and he's like, uh, no, it's not. It's it's uh, it's a beautiful part. It's a lesson. It's like the last lesson that we learn. That we learn. Now I wonder, does do does and that entity people. keep learning? Well, he would say absolutely, yeah. He would say that that, really? that is uh, them doing their work, and if they have more karma to do, they come back and they keep doing it. That's, yeah. that sort of thing. I hope that's true. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Well, that's in the, I love that part of the OA where he's like, can you imagine how many nightmares I would squash if I told you death led to more life? Oh, my God. And, I, and we can all kind of believe that. But yeah. to like, if science stepped in and we're like, no, we haven't. Yeah. I still think people would be like, baloney. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. They, they would still believe that dinosaurs existed 2,000 years ago. Well, they, they did, Lori. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is so uncomfortable. But the OA is about dying consciously. Yeah. You see OA, the character. Yeah. This is not a spoiler. Yeah. You see her going through that acceptance, and then when they stop, none of this will make sense if you haven't seen it, taking the gas and they're doing yeah. it consciously. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That is a, a mini story, a micro story of reincarnation. Mm. You die so many times. Oh my god! Yeah, until you're right. you start going, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buckle up. They try and die. A lot of these like kind of enlightened or people interested in that sort of stuff try and die with as little painkillers as possible. Yeah, they try and be there. Yeah, and, and the quote that I was gonna say that I wonder what you thought, what you think about it, is that he says most people do very, very profound spiritual work in their last five minutes. Like they're, they're dying and they're like, you get it. Because think of Buddha, right? Think, wow. of, think of Christ. Yeah. Think of all of them. They're all right. the hits. <laughs> they're all trying to pull you into the now and the, and the wonder and the miracle of everything. Yeah. And people that are dying can shed their own ego. So potentially your yeah. father would not stop being – I'm dad. I'm a conservative. I'm yeah. from California. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. The, he's just associating with his awareness. Yeah. So the part of your, uh, I want to call it a documentary, your, your special uh-huh. that I loved was that he would look at you and wouldn't look away. 
Yes. Why do we look away? It's because, oh, dads don't look that long. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or whatever it might be. They're busy. Or, or I'm busy. Yeah. My dad was that guy had he if he was interested in a subject, he'd buy like 10 books about it and then make him. You know, and so he's That's always so had funny. books to read and there's books everywhere in the house. And he always was behind on projects. And when uh, we were going through things when after he died, it was just like piles of to-do lists with things half crossed out and like like like, i don't want i I don't want i wish he didn't live like that always feeling like he hadn't finished things right and i don't want to live like that and i do you know well that but i want to live like that less that's another romance thing where he goes there's nothing to do (laughs) he goes there's nothing to do but also get on with it like you can do it yeah but you're doing it in this way that you're like also nothing is happening that's why when you're like you and i are living in hopes that we can get some sort of record. Yeah. Someday Michelangelo's David will crumble. Oh you know what I mean? God. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. And I don't know Michelangelo. I know his work. But yeah. you know what I mean? He's even become this other thing. So there's this sort of nothing is happening. Everything is happening. These, yeah. these We have to hold these two contrary ideas in, in your in your mind. Yeah. Like death is a loss, but it's also this great work or whatever. Right, right. Like, I, I mean – like when my dad stopped um, being busy, right? And he, he his only job was to stay alive as long as he could. Yeah, you know, and and then just to kind of, I don't know that he was fighting in the last couple of days. His body was like, you know, everything was shutting down. Mm. So, so yeah, those are the days where he could just look at you. Where could you go? Nowhere. That's what I mean. And I'm the only like. It's like I'm the one of the you know. You're about to never see me again. Right. Right. <laughs> so we would just like hang out and look in each other's eyes. And it's very precious. Yes. So it becomes very apparent that everything is impermanent. Everything yeah. is, is fleeting. Yeah. This moment is very important. Yeah. But we forget because mm-hmm. you kept mentioning the iPad. I didn't yeah. think that was consciously what you were doing. But subconsciously, I think you're going like, look, it's the new iPad. Yeah. And there goes my dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like we cling to these things yeah. and photographs mm-hmm. and e- even recording this conversation. Yeah. So there is a clinging yes. and that causes suffering. The other so, thing. <laughs> so we should do everyone a favor and never podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the last one. I, I'm hanging it up. This is too depressing. But I, I, I don't know. But like a dad, like if my father uh-huh. stared at me. Yeah. And just took like I, you in, took, took you in, in. Took wasn't, in. didn't judge, wasn't upset or worried, just was happy to see you right. and take and drink you almost he like was a, right, that drink. Yes. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. With you. Mm-hmm. Not thinking, uh, I, I'm not putting your dad down, but whatever it might be, the book yeah. I have to oh, read, yeah. the thing I have to do. Yeah. Even what gets in the way of this podcast or any hopefully good conversation is you're thinking like at least partially, well, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm I'm slightly aware that we need groceries. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a micro deduction mm-hmm. from me being completely with you. But death goes, hey, that big epiphany of the enlightened people of like yeah. it's all fleeting, it's all going away, don't cling, don't attach, it's yeah. all love. It's it just all... love this person until they're not there. That's right. Yeah. And so he's giving you – when you said I think my dad is loving me in that moment because he wasn't speaking. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's the that's the revelation and those 
last moments. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I don't want to make you sad. I'm making myself sad. That part made me very <laughs> was very <laughs> moving. Did you me. ever – I used to take these acting classes where um, – with Sally Johnson in New York. I don't know. Mm. Like some comics were like, oh, you got to go to Sally, right? Okay. There's always like – there's somebody in acting class that can deal with comics. <laughs> uh, some acting – right? Yeah. Uh, Joanna Beckson because yeah. she could deal with comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I had that when we did our show. They were like, she did Aziz. She did – like they had to tell me <laughs> the other comedians that were – Coached oh, by that's the, hilarious! Um, so there was this exercise you do where you you sit across from the other actor or the acting students, and you just you're not allowed to you have to stare into their eyes. You're yeah. not allowed to look away or comment. And yeah. um, like if if you could do that with your parents before they're dying, Get amazing. Get out. We did this thing at this retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to go into details about the retreat, but you sit across from each other. And I think it's called – You and Val? Val and I okay, did it. Yeah. You were kind of encouraged to do it with a stranger. Val yeah. and I kind of uh, chickened out and, and did it with each other. Yeah. Anytime I'm in a situation, even if it's with a lot of people that I love and they're like, pair up. I'm just like – Oh, yeah, my I God. Gotta, I got a Even little going panic. To Catholic church, you, know, you have to shake someone's yeah. hand. It's like, no. This is that no. times a million. Is, yes. Oh, because awful. they're like, yeah. stare at somebody in the eye. No, a stranger. Like, okay. Oh, my God. I did it with Val. I did it with Val. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it's called Just Like Me. It would be worth a Google. Yeah. Um, and you just repeat these things in your mind. So you're not saying anything. Yeah. So somebody's reading it, and they're like, God, it's, it's very profound. It starts with stuff like this. This is a another person, just yeah. like me. Um, this person is sometimes tired, just like me. Yeah. This person is hungry, just like me. And then after you do it for a while, you get into like this person wants to. Uh, this person has felt pain, yeah. just like me. This person has had their heart broken, just like me. And then you get into the, like this person will die, just like me. Oh my! This God. person is afraid of dying. Just yeah. like me. This person is confused. Just like – it's over and over. Wow. And I know some people – it just occurred to me that some people might think this is, sounds culty or something. Um, but it was – I don't think so. It was gorgeous. It sounds like I like, – it sounds like Democrat uh, – like a Trump supporter and Hillary supporter should do that. Like, Isn't that funny? My fantasy with mm-hmm. Trump, people are like, oh, I have – I, I want to – I don't even want to say what their fantasies are. Yeah. They have like bad – Fantasies. Yeah. My fantasy is give them mushrooms. <laughs> That's it. I don't want to hurt anybody. I want to go on a nice walk with him yeah. and give him a, a, a voluntary. Yeah. Tell him I really think you'll like that. <laughs> and then just like be like, don't you see? Yeah. Don't you see that it's all one thing? Yeah. Don't you see that we're all in this together? There's no one in the other boat. It's just us. It's just us together. Now, what if their true nature is what it is, and they finish, and now they just want to build a really groovy-looking wall between the U.S. and Mexico? (laughs) And the Mexicans will pay for it because they're us. So really, we are paying for it. They are us. Pesos are dollars. (laughs) And if they're us, we can tax them. And it's a gorgeous hotel. Just wonderful. Just fantastic. (laughs) And anyone can say that because everyone's us. And God is just awareness, and we're all awareness. (laughs) I mean, I'm aware you're in the country illegally. <laughs> oh, my God. You can never change anyone's true nature. Isn't it funny? And, and you shouldn't uh, necessarily try. Uh, yeah. That, that's just kind of like a Oh, a my God. That I would had. be cool, though, if that would work. But the Just Like Me thing is way – it's a little bit more – a friend of mine did it with her mother. 
and uh, and wow. she, you just you just ball. The looking in the eyes alone. I don't know if I can handle it. Well, I didn't suggest it, and <laughs> and with my to you or yeah. to me, I didn't do it with my parents. I think it would just be my dad is. I love my dad. This is not a criticism, but he's very um, stuck. Sounds like a judgment. Yeah, in being my dad, and, I, yeah. and I, I've said this many times. Like the the idea of these Ram Dassi people is to try and be like, let's say, re, let, thought experiment. Their reincarnation yeah. is real. Yeah. This time around, your dad was your dad. He's right, like, I'll, I'll right, be your right. dad. You can be my daughter. Uh, you be a comedian. Yeah. You have a, a son, uh, and I'll be over here. I love books. Yeah. I'll be a conservative. My yeah. heart, my heart will be close to this, but it'll be really open to this. Yeah. It'll be gorgeous. It'll be weird and interesting. And then next time around. Maybe we don't know each other. Next time around, maybe I'm maybe I am your son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just this thing playing with itself sort right. of idea. These two souls just popping in and out. Right. Of but we can do uh, of bodies or whatever. Yeah. But we can do that true or false if that's whether or not that's literally real. Uh you can do that with hopefully with people now and be like can we put aside mom and dad? Can I just like you were talking about your true nature. Can I just talk to your true nature? I know you yeah. don't want me to swear. You don't like me swearing. But uh, do you ever swear? Like it would mean a lot for you to lift the veil and just yeah. be right, right. 100% right. with me. That's a, that's a tricky thing. The, the thought of doing that with my mom is – is uh, it's really hard. It's hard to – I mean I, I put the onus on her of getting out of being mom. It's hard to, to me to not be a 14-year-old daughter. I know. Which is like, shut up. Isn't that you weird? know, like I'm in that stance constantly. I get so embarrassed by things they do and say. Mm-hmm. And even as it's happening, it feels like this like kind of whirlpool of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> so you can almost summon it instead I, of it. It's like, oh, let's go there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But even if I'm seeing it and going, that's what's happening. You're having a, a, an illogical reaction to your mother. And if my mother – were my friend's mother, mm-hmm. I would be like, your mom's cool. I like your mom. Yeah. She's yeah. funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of being like, this fucking, she's embarrassing me. Yeah. The way she, my mom makes jokes that have ingredients that only she could understand. <laughs> <laughs> she you know sounds I mean? like me half the time. <laughs> I catch myself doing it. But it's a joke <laughs> that'll be like, ah, Donald Trump, he's a real lickety-nickety. <laughs> lickety-nickety? Like, what does that mean? It's like, well, my friend Nick, he's called lickety It's like, no one, no one knows what lickety nickety means. You know, it's like she does that. Yeah. But that would be quaint if I could get distance from. Yes. Her. Yep. Yep. Maybe yep. So close. Your mom is is a bit of a pickle. She lives with you. She does. <laughs> a bit of a pickle. She's a pick. She's a total jar of pickles. Really? Yeah. No, she does. She. Um, I loved in the where she goes. She, she can be very amusing. I was like, that's such a parent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I see what she's doing. I can do what she's doing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. You oh, no, no, no. She's a jar of pickles. She, uh, yeah, she she moved in with me after my dad passed away. And um, so, and it helps with my son. Like, yeah. parents can often, like annoying parents can morph into really great grandparents. And her dad who I think was really hard on her was really fun to me. You really? know, he, he's like 
he, you know, he swore a lot and he was kind of dirty, you know. It's it like was a like, do-over. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, I'm they try this other way. It's yeah, like a reincarnation in your life. Yes. Oh my God. It's like a right. rebirth. Right, right, right. I'll try it this way this time. <laughs> Both are meaningless, but I'll be the fun one. This All my time. adult children hate me. Let me try a different <laughs> tactic with the grandchildren. Who wants a lolly? <laughs> I want a lolly. So uh, I love that. So kind of nut uh, parents can turn into good grandparents. Yeah. So she moved in. Was that your like idea, or was that ago. a necessity? It was a little of both. She was too uh, frail to live by herself, uh-huh. and I needed she. But she she can help with my kid, and she can cook and stuff. It was just like falling and her hip uh, popping out of her socket all the time. What a so, heck. <laughs> so you know, she's with me. So you know, it's it's easier to manage her. And that sounds like a nightmare. That's not it a is nightmare. a nightmare. <laughs> it's such a nightmare. I th- I'm sorry if I'm hearing you correctly. That's yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> you are correct. No, I, I, uh, I, my entire life now is focused on escaping the people that I live with. Oh my god! And it's, it's going to be a five-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this particular week, I'm on hiatus. My son is with his dad. I'm going to pick him up this afternoon, and my mom is with my sister. And I've been in my house by myself for the first time ever. Wow. And uh, um, literally years, probably right. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I, it's it's heaven. I don't miss them at all. I thought I would miss them because you know when you go on the road, you don't miss your loved one as much because you're in a different location. And yeah, then when you're home and they're not there, you're like, where are they? Yeah. I'm not like that. I'm like, I'm like, there's silence. I can walk from room to room. Nobody That's asks me so, to get them something. No one, no one breaks my concentration with dumb small talk. Ah! Um, yeah, it, there's just like silence and solitude and I love it and yeah. I need it so much and I don't get the solitude that I need. I love that. And you, well, it sounds like you don't, but I think traditionally people would be like, I feel bad that I don't miss them, but you're just like, I don't, I'm, I've always been very, very, uh, I don't feel any, cause I, I, my kid wasn't planned. So from the start, I've been like, look, I had you like anything else you want from me is beyond the pale. So I got you into the party. Yeah. I could have aborted easily. So p- don't, don't shame me. And, um, um, so I, I, you know, and I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't feel bad for How did that solitude. go down? We'll get to the, the mom, but it okay. sounds like it kind of starts with the baby. Uh, what yeah. was it? How, when did you, the story of an unwanted, uh, or an unexpected. Unwanted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's unwanted. go with unexpected. Yeah. An unwanted <laughs> Just pregnancy. Just in case he's yeah. listening when he's 16. <laughs> um, uh, I was 40 when I got pregnant mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, I assumed uh, I would be. Oh, I remember because um, right at that time, or maybe a year before, this woman had written this book named her name was Sylvia Hewlett, and it was basically if you hadn't had a baby by the time you're 35, you ain't having it. And it was just think this thing of where the medical profession is telling women over 35 they can still get pregnant, and it's wrong, and it's it's harder, There's but a whole it's not book about wrong. It? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. I remember watching her on the Today Show, going, "Oh, good, I'm out of the woods. I don't have to be so strict about birth control." And then that's Wait, when I got pregnant. Was one of her points like it's also very hard to get yes pregnant? yeah 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 oh, yeah and, not just... and that they don't you know you'll frequently miscarry most you know a lot of older women the when type they have of frankness we just don't hear often 
Don't worry. That's they Jen, frequently miscarry. They do. But I mean, I didn't even get attached to the idea. I was like, oh, interesting. So when you were I, pregnant, you I were like, no, I baggy. was going to have a miscarriage. Yeah. And, and so then I was like, well, let me just talk about this. It's a fun, you know, it felt like a prop on stage. And I, then I think I remember seeing yeah, you yeah, around yeah. that time. Because we were doing Best Week Ever at that time. And, oh, I was, yeah. and then, then all of a sudden, like around six or seven months, I'm like, Oh, no matter what happens, it's viable, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then it's, then I, I was like, okay. Oh <laughs> and, my and, and I do, and I had a joke about this too, but it was true. Uh, at the time, Anna Nicole Smith had just had a baby, and I'm like, oh, well, okay. If she can do it. It's not funny. And then, of course, she died from the drug overdose. <laughs> but it was too late. I was already, I already yeah. had the baby. That's how I comfort myself on death, too. I'm like, yeah. the, the most squirrely, frightened, like nervous person <laughs> yeah. also died. Like, yeah. They did it. Yeah. Or the, the most important. William yeah. Chir- uh, uh, yeah. Ch- Churchill died. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, absolutely. Yeah. It happens to everybody. How bad yeah. could it be? Everybody does it. I know. Everybody does it. But all of our legacies will be lost. <laughs> You know, and having a baby, everybody does it. Yeah, like because I, you know, Val and I talk about having kids, and and I, I it doesn't matter how much uh, money or resources we have. I, I feel maybe traditionally male. I'm not saying yeah. it's usually. Uh, I guess I am saying in my experience, it's been the guy that worries about the money. I'm sure it could be either partner, but I'm the one in our case that's like uh, it's, it's not enough. I mean, have you seen college rates? It's going crazy. Like it doesn't matter. It's not enough. It's never enough. Like <laughs> I remember when I had my kid, I had sixteen thousand dollars in the bank, and I was like, "Wow, that's a lot." <laughs> and it it wasn't. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, and thank God I got a I got a little writing job. Otherwise, I would have been, you know, doing one thousand dollar headlining weeks minus airfare for me, and then minus a babysitter for the kid while I was at on stage. You know, um, it's crazy. Yeah, it it's never enough. But writing is the perfect thing. Well, so you had the baby. Mm -hmm. It sounds like getting Conan is a big deal. When did that happen? That happened uh, when my kid was three. So you had three years of what? Three years of – I worked on a website for two years and then uh, I worked on um, the Bonnie Hunt show. I came out to California to work on the Bonnie Hunt show and then I was fired. Why were you fired? She didn't like me. Not Bonnie Hunt enough. (laughs) Exactly. Is that true? She did not like me. Why? Yeah. is it because you're another funny blonde one? No, no, no. It, 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 I don't know her. <laughs> I can't have another one. <laughs> she puts her cigar but out I on But I do you. know her crew is like from Chicago. It's the There's a Chicago improv crew that she uh, had with her. And another person. Uh, <laughs> and then there's you. Yeah. Hey, guys. Another person said, hey, let's get somebody to write funny integrations. You know, an integration is when. Um, all of a sudden the host starts talking about a product, you know, and they're trying to do a, you know, it's like it pays. It's, oh, it was a talk show? Yeah. Her uh, afternoon daytime show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't she have a sitcom as well? She did. I was, it wasn't that at all. Let's add all this to the Bonnie Huntopedia. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I was, I was hired by a producer on the show to be, you know, they were trying to like wedge me in like, Hey, 
you know, she can write funny ads and maybe help out with the writing. And it probably wouldn't normally be in my wheelhouse, but I had a kid and, and I right. needed health insurance for the kid. And right. I was like, yep, let's do it. You know, I'll move, we'll just move out to California. Right. And, uh, so it, it which you, you know, had been resisting up until that yeah, point. I didn't want to. I want my kid to be a city kid. Ah, you know? city. I want him on the subways at it. You know, at uh, yeah. nine by himself. One and of those kids, yes, rolling his own cigarette. Yes, you got to transfer fourteenth. <laughs> I wanted him to help tourists. I yeah. love when Val and I we lived in New York for a little while, and hopefully we will again for the second season. Mm. <laughs> but cool. we tape out there, yeah, and we would always be just. Flat out starstruck, like Will Smith starstruck. Yeah, seeing children like navigating with themselves. Yeah, like horsing around and yeah. then going, "All right, Penn Station, that's me." Like, get out, <laughs> and I'm like, "These little gentlemen." No, it was insane. I know. Yeah, it's and they awesome. all were. They all seemed like they were 25. Yeah, it was crazy. definitely. And you wanted that. I definitely wanted yeah, that because yeah, yeah. that's the opposite of the way I was raised. And when when I the first when I first moved to New York, I was like. Go away. Like, I was <laughs> over a pile completely. Uh, I've I never say been Jack in McBrayer. a city like that. Go yes, yes, total Jack McBrayer. Woo! Yeah. And I feel like it took me two years to just to get used to New York and to deal with whatever yeah. it was. And I and I thought, well, my to me, that's a head start if you're already good at that stuff. If yeah. You, if you're born there, you know, it's like there being is... born on second base. Yes. I was scared to like go to college. If I grew up in Manhattan, any college, yeah, ninety percent of the colleges, ninety nine percent of the colleges in the country would seem like a step a, down, a vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this is real calm. Yeah, lacrosse player runs by with his dick out. <laughs> Whoa! I only saw one of those today. <laughs> the village we are not in. <laughs> so the, I get that, but then you got the Bonnie Hunt show, and she she didn't like you. No, so she yeah she didn't. She and, threw an ashtray at you. Uh, no. Let's give let's give Split Cider a headline. <laughs> Bonnie Hunt, monster from the deep, according to Lori Kilmer. No, she uh, <laughs> she did, but she didn't care for me, and um, and I wasn't like allowed to sit with the writers. I I was like with the ad guy and. What? Like, oh, because you had to come up with the yes. Posmans? Po- yeah, I Posmans was like, Avengers. wow, this is not what I th- – because I was coming off a of, you know, I was a comedian. Yeah. And I wrote dark jokes and I, re- I worked on Tough Crowd, you know, like – And she thought why, you were too Why dark? am I here? No, she just – she didn't hire me. Uh... It's like I, I – I, my, my sense was, you know, it was uh, – she wanted her. She if she was going to hire somebody, it's me from her Chicago crew, right. from Chicago, vetted by her people. Right, and I wasn't that person. So. And was it that feeling from day one that you're like, hey guys, yep. and they were like, no, yeah, day one, Dracula cape, <laughs> day one. That's something I got from Conan, by the way. Oh really? Have you, oh, have yeah, you noticed yeah. he always? Gets, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the animal yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, doing yeah. an animal. I always yeah. thought it was like a Nosferatu thing. You know, it might be. I Maybe don't know. I'm misinterpreting. Yeah, it. we should ask. Well, I'll find out on Monday. Put <laughs> in uh, real quick. Shut up, Lori. <laughs> 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 For those, like, I'll be talking to Conan, Val will come up, or more likely Val will be talking to Conan. Yeah. I'll come up, and just for no reason, he'll do two claws and go. <laughs> <laughs> he's just breathing. Yeah, that's he's, just, just how he is. <laughs> but uh, so day one, you were like, I don't think I'm I'm, I'm not. This isn't a good fit, you know, yeah. and, and uh, so I was just hanging on. Were you with anyone at the time? Um, I mean, did you have anyone to share this experience That's with? when... 
Also, almost simultaneously, I discovered emails that would uh, that my boyfriend, my son's father, was having a long term affair. An LTA with a like a twenty one year old in San Antonio who worked at the comedy club there, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm at a job that hates me. I'm in a city I hate. I have a, I have a three year old. Oh my god! Oh yeah. no, that was a dark time. Whoa! Yeah, I don't know why Aziz just shit up. <laughs> Whoa, Randy, Randy. <laughs> Whoa. That is a lot, though. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. So, what do you like when you're devastated and overwhelmed? Obsessed. Obsessed. Uh, with... Going through phone bills, matching a phone number. I, I... Oh, you were after the boy. Yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, yeah w- w- I was trying to put together like maybe like I'm trying to put together my dad. I was trying to put together a timeline of the affair and when it started and what I was doing when he was doing this. You and, had your to do list. Oh my god! Oh, you wanted. Oh, to, I dove deep. As someone who was cheated on, you wanted to. I wanted. I remember, every. Uh, yeah, I wanted to know how many phone calls I paid for. I, you know. Uh, for I what? Think, for court? Just for your own satisfaction? Just, I just, just to, as evidence you against You think him. you can go to Panera and not have me know? <laughs> Who gets two cups of soup? That's what a bowl is. You were with her, weren't you? <laughs> exactly. Oh, shit. I w- it's a terrible place to go. Long term. Mentally. Oh, uh, Panera, you mean? <laughs> Long term uh, meaning oh, more than three years, three years, uh, two years. Uh, I think two and a half. Two and a half. When you start with the emotional affair, which I did, because they had the proximity was keeping them, uh, and then yeah, yeah. I have to imagine, and I would only be imagining, yeah, that a woman who just had a baby, yeah, is not is extra not in the mood, extra to not be giving blowjobs. Yeah. Oh no! Oh that! No, yeah, no. yeah. The, the whole thing is yeah. extra in need of some understanding. Yes. Yep. yep like, yep. hey, fella. Yeah. You know, this happened. We did this. I know. And now I need some help and instead this. Yeah. Then he, that's when he started up with uh, her. Yeah. Yeah. So you can so, say her name. I'm just <laughs> So you start, you got obsessive about. Yeah. I mean, I, I did background checks on her, found out about an arrest record because I was like, if, you know, if he tries to take my kid, I'm I'm gonna have uh, stacks of paper and yeah, yeah, yeah. and also I was just you were grizzly bear. Yeah, like, was, fuck you. This is oh, this isn't happening at all. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was that also might have been why I wasn't doing the best job at Bunny Yacht Show. Uh, I was doing a lot of detective work. I mean, there wasn't much to do because yeah. I wasn't allowed to work with the other writers and. You know how many how Was many jokes one? about Bush's baked beans can I make? Ah. You know in a day. Yeah. Um, can she say roll that beautiful bean footage again? <laughs> oh, I just daytime too is like a really hard genre of TV to write for because they're the whoever's running daytime TV like telepictures or whatever those they're like the, they think the audience can't handle anything. Yeah, and I don't know if that's true, but right. their perception is. Anything that's off color is is like no no right. we would never do that right you know? and so it's it's no fun to write for it why risk it yes yes what, what? why risk it that's, that's interesting always their sensibility if you look at any daytime TV it's so except did you listen to Making Oprah no that's a good podcast 
called Mm-mm. Making Oprah. Okay. It's all about her kind of rise through everything. And oh, like, really? Oh, my God. Oprah was just like <laughs> the shit from the beginning. Yeah. And did that thing that we all now kind of do on podcasts. Yeah. Which is like talked about everything. It was yeah. very – the crowd can handle it. But emotional yes. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of things. comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't like saying fuck or anything. Yeah. But where is the dirty daytime talk show? I wonder. I think maybe Megan Mullally tried it. But I, I'm sure – I mean I didn't watch hers. But I can imagine they were squishing down on her so hard. Yeah. It's no fun. And it's I, not fun. Megan – It's the opposite of comedy. Megan Kelly's going to have one. No, she's not funny at all. But she's very political. She's going to have a daytime show on oh, NBC. Really? It's so strange. What are they going to do? I don't know. How did you find out about um, the emails? Were you were you snooping? <laughs> oh yes, I was snooping. They weren't hidden. It was the third one down from the top of the inbox, and I'm like, "Who's that?" And then I then I search her name, and I'm like, "Wait, how did you get access to the to the email?" He was working at a karate studio here in L.A., uh-huh. and uh, so he went. He was. There was some fight. Again, it, it, you know, when there's a fight, when you can't figure out what it's about, it's not actually about that thing. Yeah. You're like, what's going on? I don't on? care about tomato paste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is he angry about that? Uh-huh. And, you know, when people are cheating, they're angry that they still have to talk to you. Isn't or- that funny? I've, I, I've never uh, cheated on somebody. But I have wanted to break up. Julian McCullough has this great bit where he goes, yeah. have you ever broken up with someone 100% in your mind and you just haven't done it yet? <laughs> but you're like just kind of zoning out thinking about yeah. exactly how it'll go. And then you're like, oh, shit, you're still here? Like, it's just like, ah! I yeah. know that feeling. So that might be part of it. Yeah, like I, I definitely. Causing some anxiety. Yeah. But then the email was just left open or? No, no, I just opened the computer and it wasn't protected and I just started looking around and then I, I found a million of them. And uh, Did so you read them? Or are you in a, are you... I read three and I called my credit card company, canceled his credit cards. Oh, wow. And, um, and, then, <laughs> and then I just waited for him to come back from work. And from karate class or whatever. Did you sit in a leather chair with one, like a dark lamp and you turned it on? If I had a do over, I would have done it so much better. (laughs) I would have, I would have waited and I would have like just caught more fish in my net. I feel like it's a, it's just a, but I was so shocked. I couldn't control my emotions. Yeah. It was devastating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Angry more than sad or sad. And what's the mix? Um, Angry. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. Yeah. When um, it's like with Trump, when he accuses somebody of doing something, you kind of go, oh, you're doing it. You know, when he's he does that projection accusation. So I was constantly being accused of cheating. And um, and I was I'm like, no, I'm not. And and none of my none of my whatever I said wasn't believed. And so that was like a year of that. Isn't that interesting? I had a girlfriend that was always accusing me of cheating. Yeah. What's going on? Why is that on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're wishing if they're cheating, they're wishing you are cheating, so yeah. they have an actual reason to break up. So they're the ones that aren't the cheater. Like they, they, they want you to oh fuck up God. so they can be right. Can we quietly just close our eyes and appreciate someone somewhere <laughs> was cheating on their girlfriend, <laughs> and they did not know how to get out of it. Yeah. And then the girlfriend confessed to this person, I'm cheating on you. And then he just got out and then resumed. Oh, my God. It's an O. Henry love story. 
<laughs> you just get to glide. You get to glide. And everyone wins. Yeah. Everyone well, the girl, she feels terrible. I cheated. I caused this. And he's like, oh, oh God. Or you go really hard at it and you go like, I've been cheating too. That's the best way to do it. Right? Yeah. Even if you're not, if some, if my wife uh, had been like, I'm having an affair, I'd be like, I'm having an affair too. I actually made the joke. I went, oh yeah? Well, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was, you won't win this way. Uh, she was like, really? And I was like, no. You know if I was gay. <laughs> oh my God. I think. <laughs> but uh, I said, I just wanted something to confess. <laughs> so then when does Conan come about? Bonnie Hunt kicks you to the curb. Bonnie Hunt kicks me. And then I did Last Comic Standing. Oh, yeah. And I then saw that on the America wiki. kicked me to the curb. And then. But didn't you make it far enough I made for it America to, the top to go? Ten. Yeah, uh, yeah, to America to vote against me. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then I was just sort of in the wind going, uh, not knowing, you know, I'm like 43 with a child, which yeah. is exactly what Hollywood wants uh, uh, yeah. in a female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love <laughs> a post. And it was, I was like, yeah, I was like, mother. oh my God, I am. What am I gonna do? Yeah. You know, and I and now I'm I fought for custody. I have custody, and I all right. It's on my plate now, and um and then uh, when you won custody, you were like, yay! Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> that might have come later. I, yeah, that was that was interesting too. Where he wanted he wanted custody all of a sudden. I'm like, interesting. I go, why? And then I when we get to mediation, he. He says, you know, he has a girlfriend and he wants her. I'm like, you can't just introduce. It's a new, it's a new person that he ended up getting married to. But like, yeah. you can't just, she can't have my baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to. <laughs> You've just, been dating two months. It's going. She doesn't get my baby because you like her. Thing, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Conan was taking packets. Um, he was starting the TBS show. Yeah. And uh, I'd done a couple. I did one for Late Night, and then I did one for The Tonight Show. And um, Didn't get either. Didn't get Late Night. And The Tonight Show, I think Brian said I might have been on the cusp, but then they started having their issues with NBC. Uh-huh. Um, so I just did, a, a, did one again for TBS. And so then I started there in like uh, August of Had you done a lot of packets at that point? A couple. I yeah, just... I guess I had. I had. Uh-huh. Oh, you had? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tough crowd, and I worked on Adam Carolla's show, so I did a packet for that. And um, so you had a couple writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to represent my friends. I have a lot of people, uh, like I'm sure, in your in my life, in your life, yeah, that are like on that place where they're stand ups and they would love to write. Yeah, but it's just it just keeps kicking their butt, you know, like in that like the the grind of it. It's yeah, like another packet. I have to become familiar with another I know. show, I've, and then write. I remember it. that. And then like, are they even reading it? It's just like. They're reading. Away. I think th- they're reading. I mean, yeah. it's it's a. D- I've read packets, you know, since we've been we've when we've hired Conzies. Yeah, like when we um, one of our monologue writers left, and so we hired a new one, and we we all read the packets, and we're like, these are we read them blind, so we don't know who submitted, uh-huh. and we these are the our favorites, you uh-huh. know, packet wise, and then um, and uh, and and Conan, you know. All the people that are going to be making the decision read, and they we pick their fa- yeah, pick their favorites, and, and then, then he reads the favorites. Probably, I he might have read all of them. Oh, really? Yeah, nerd. We, we might have like <laughs> taken out a few that were just like some some agent was like throwing a bone to somebody, and it's sure. you know <laughs> you get like a paragraph long monologue <laughs> joke. Like, no, it's set up and a punchline. Right. Keep right, it right, under right. two lines if you can. Do you remember anything from your packet? 
my packet. Was I don't there have... anything where you're like, that's the joke that got me the job? I don't. Now I'm Bonnie Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't sit at my table. <laughs> I've written like 10,000 jokes since then. I'm sure. Well, yeah. you're a joke person. You like doing jokes. You know yeah. what I mean by that. You're yeah, not yeah. a personality uh you know what i mean yeah no 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 i prefer a joke like, and then if i have to, uh, a whoa 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 yes. whoa whoa yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like a little about you like jokes and it makes yeah. perfect sense for you to do late night and yeah. it just makes perfect sense for you to do conan yeah and was that a easy transition were you like i like were you good at it right away i mean you've been there for a while now um uh I don't know that it was an easy transition. It was definitely the most intimidating one. Like, mm. you know, I mean, you're in a different place now, but the first time you met Conan, you're a sure. comic and you've got those giant eyes you're like, oh my God, yeah, that's yeah. Conan O'Brien. And right. it's hard to just think of yourself as being in on the, in the same state as him. As a, And then you're in the studio and then you're telling him joke ideas for him to say, like, right. how could I write something that Conan O'Brien would say? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so it, that that was more the hurdle you know, than anything else. But eventually you started making him laugh. He's yeah, like, and I got stuff on the, I think I got stuff on the first show and definitely on the second show. And, and you did? Yeah. Wow. And those were like pretty high profile, like the first couple shows back on TBS. Yeah. And so, and a couple, yeah, so that made me go, okay, I, I guess I got his voice. Yeah. So I guess I can do this. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's his voice. Yeah. <laughs> you ever lose it? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why take a shot? <laughs> yeah, my friend and one of my heroes. Um, so that's great. Yeah. And then you started feeling like you could take care of the old child. Yeah. <laughs> I know you yeah, were yeah, already, yeah. but a, a steady writing job like that. Yeah, steady writing. Yeah. That's and something then, Conan said to me. He was like, this is the only job where if you're good at it, you can do it forever. Yeah. You just do it till you die. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's similar. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's um, it's an a comforting routine in a way like and and even even before I went I was just a stand up I kind of liked routine like when I was on the road I'd always find a pool to swim in I'd always find you know when yeah. you're on the road you always find a couple things that feel the same yeah. so you don't feel completely untethered to the yeah, yeah, to yeah. the world you no, know that's great yeah and, and the routine of it I, I think I could get into that that's yeah. a, that's appealing same yeah. place same hours yeah and then and people I like people that make me laugh people yeah. that are really funny Sween dog yeah oh my god the whole the whole staff is like staff with genius. Mike Sweeney will not do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I keep asking him to do it. He's never, I don't think he's ever done a podcast. I think he's, because from what I know about his life, yeah. he's very interesting. Yeah. But he's like, I'm not interesting. I'm like, I know some things that, like, I think you're a very interesting he's guy. fascinating guy. He, and, and so funny. Brian so Stack funny. did it. Brian Stack. Oh, yeah. I love Brian great. Stack. Yeah. He was fantastic. Yep. Um, well, I love that. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the Pete Holmes in contemplation yeah. mid podcast. Like that. This person sometimes doesn't know what to say. <laughs> just like me. <laughs> are we going to talk about God? Yeah, we are going to talk about God. Yeah. Do you want to? Sure. Yeah. I'd like to know how you were raised and all that. I mean, that's a good place to start. Uh, raised Catholic. Is that where your dad's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. He's Catholic. My mom was Catholic. Yeah. And he, but like into it. My dad was would go to mass every Sunday and all the holy days. Yeah, he was into it. And he he's a guy that believed that prayer 
um, worked better than actually talking to somebody. So like when I was having troubles, he would pray for me, but he wouldn't yeah. talk to me about them, well, I noticed which was the, a problem. <laughs> yeah, I noticed in the documentary or, you know what I mean? Yeah. The special, you say all these people are know you and they're praying for you. Yeah. And they're praying for mom and everybody. And yeah. That is a certain approach to life to go. And to think it works. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to pray about this. And I like to think that if you are contemplating, let's say, teenage Lori is having yeah. some problems and your yes. dad prays about it, ideally, the thing that that would motivate would be him to maybe talk to you about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's going – Yeah, other, he's like saying, God, she's she's uh, being surly. Uh, help her. <laughs> <laughs> I would have appreciated had God went, hey, uh, why don't you do something? <laughs> that's so he, it's just funny. not his nature well, to bring up anything emotional, you know. The C.S. Lewis quote where he goes, "Prayer doesn't change God; prayer changes you." I, oh, I, think that, yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because ideally, if you are thinking about somebody that much, you'll go like, "Maybe I could make her a call." Sandwich. Yeah, or maybe call, I call. Call yeah, her or yeah, yeah. What was the problem? You can tell I don't live with anybody. <laughs> you're, you're like, <laughs> I could do something that's an interaction. Yeah, I'm like, no, call yeah. me, text me. <laughs> I don't live with a friend. Let's so were you way. raised uh, Catholic, like going to mass? Yeah, I went to mass. Um, uh, went to Catholic high school. A lot of funny Catholics. Yeah, it's like we're as close as you can get to a, to a Jewish person. <laughs> I know. You know what well, I mean? the Catholic Church wants you to be smart. They just want you to turn off your brain when they start talking about faith. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and the Trinity and the Holy Spirit and God and Jesus are three things and one thing. Right. Um. What? Right. Right. <laughs> that, nah. Right. You're one or the other. Right. You know? Isn't and, it funny, though? You've never taken psychedelics? I haven't, but I want to. You should, I will. Because... As soon as my son's old enough yeah, where yeah, I yeah, – if. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't even – you don't want to be that mom yeah. that's like, incense and peppermint. And your <laughs> son's like, can you open my fucking Lunchable? <laughs> I, have, I have shit to do today. <laughs> oh, sure. Everything's one. <laughs> can you pay the electric bill, mom? I, I'm very fascinated with that because I grew up in a church where there was literally a book called You Don't Have to Check Your Brain at the Door. Oh. And that was one we read when we were – because I'm not recommending this book Wait, Wait, what church? Evangelical. Oh, okay. Christian. Oh. Yeah. It was really non-denominational, but mm. evangelical gives you a better idea. Um, I'm not recommending any of these books, <laughs> but these are the books that I was yeah. You don't have to check your brain at the door. It was this whole apologetics, you know, the term apologetics. It's defending the Bible. Okay. So it's it's a, the whole realm is called yeah. apologetics. So anyway, it's like these people being like, no, it does make sense. It does make sense. It does yeah. make sense. Then there was the case for Christ, this book that this investigative reporter wrote about like why Jesus makes sense. The story makes sense. There's this evidence for it. Then there's this other book called The Case for Faith by the same guy. It does make sense. It does make sense. It does make yeah. sense. Trying to rope the rational mind into the heart, yeah. which is so weird because in my experience, the further I go into this mystical stuff is I go, it is the place where you... I don't want to say you do have to change, check your brain at the door, but you kind of do. Yeah. It's, it's about getting beyond reason, yeah. which isn't going to build you a bridge. Yeah. It's not. Right. It's, it's like it's counterintuitive yeah. and, it, and it, it doesn't uh, necessarily add up in like an elegant mathematical way yeah. that we in our culture definitely worship. And, right. and maybe rightfully so. You know, it um, it was it's helpful when we're sick. It's helpful when we need a car or a yeah. jet and all these things. But I'm kind of like going at it going like, no, it does make sense. It does make sense. Isn't to me as powerful as going, you're right. It doesn't make sense yeah. in the way that your ego wants it to make sense. It's drawing you. The whole New Testament is drawing you 
to what's called third way thinking. Mm. A virgin mother. Well, which is it? It's a virgin or a mother. Right. It's a man and a god. Well, yeah. which is it? Yeah. He's dead, but he's alive. Which is it? And we go, well, that story doesn't check out. You can't be a virgin and a mother. Yeah. And then the story whispers just like Cracker Barrel. <laughs> nice callback. No, that's a, that's a deep it. callback. Yeah, that's a comic right there, I, I want to be nominated for the callback <laughs> The story whispers, that's not the point. Unfortunately, uh, in the West, right. and and this is this is our world, we – we worship reason and it's, and it's beautiful. I'm not anti-reason, but I'm trying to carve out this other space that I call my heart that is less concerned with whether or not things check out. I know that sounds kind of nuts. No, I like that. And do you – there's I, – I just saw this quote and I don't know who said it, but the it, it's the Rumbus. universe is stra- <laughs> stranger than you think and it's stranger than you can think. And that, that kind of saves me like, oh, so I don't have to figure it out because my brain can't even figure it out. That's it's nice. too big. It's, it's dogs trying big. to understand the internet. Yes. Right. Yeah. And what, whether or not you ever do mushrooms, and they certainly, you know, they're not legal, so I'm not telling anybody to do mushrooms. But it is this opportunity to look at things, to realize – I actually just wrote this down in the car on the way here. Mushrooms make all the information spill. So there's color and there's yeah. light and there's texture. And it, it's almost like it's in these cups. And it, when you take them or have a religious experience without drugs, all of that stuff spills out. And you realize and you can identify the containers you were putting them in. Yeah. Whereas before you were just like, oh, no, that's yeah, what yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. And then you go, oh, no, I've been keeping them in this framework. It's just another place to look at reality. And they're me. not staying in that framework anyway. <laughs> but I yeah, keep yeah, trying yeah, to push right. them there. That's right. Yeah. You Red goes here. <laughs> you've been indoctrinated into a yeah. system that likes that sort of order. Yeah. And when you're in a place that you like uh, a state, like a psychedelic state, you realize just how hard we're working all of the time yeah. to normalize the world. Yeah, right. And, and it's very pleasant to go like, well, uh, and I'm with you. It's not like I don't know what you mean when you say the Trinity doesn't make yeah. sense. Like I completely understand. But you can kind of touch through meditation or, or good sex or, mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. You start going like, oh, that's not it. It's, it's trans-rational. It's beyond yeah. – it's not without reason. Yeah. It's just trying to yank something from your head to your heart. It, it kind of loses something in the translation. Definitely. So yeah. that's interesting to me. But as a child, you're like, hey, this is, this is nuts, which I would say – is essential. Like that yeah. sort of deconstruction of being like, I'm not just going to believe that because some lady. A guy. That's the other thing. Fellow. It's always an old man. It's always uh, an old, angry Monsignor Varney. Or holding or a some strong version. cup of black coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just kind of hammering the stuff into yeah. you. Did you feel hammered into? Like the, the theology was kind of. I just, it was boring. It is boring. I, church was so boring. <laughs> so boring. I couldn't wait for it to end. Yes. And I never got into it. Yes. Um, yeah, I couldn't wait. And I got confirmed because, yeah, they, they said, well, then you can choose to go to church and it's your choice. And I'm if like, all right, confirm me because I'm never going back here. Uh, I just want the name. I took my grandma's name, made her happy, and then I got the fuck out. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know if you got confirmed you didn't have to go to church. Yeah. You Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> you Catholics in your loopholes. I know. <laughs> I saw no way out other than breaking my mother's heart slowly over years. <laughs> I could have just gone oh, through a ceremony. Bummer. Yes. And you get another name and you get to pick it. So you're not. It's, you can pick any name. Yeah. It has to be a saint's name. But my grandma's was named Marguerite. And that was, there was a St. Marguerite somewhere. It's like you a low level. One. Uh, there's low level. Yeah, but yeah. she was case. happy that I took it, you know. So you I made a grandma one. hammy. And happy. never went back. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah. And then you were so then you were like, okay, I don't need this. Your dad uh, was he cool with you? Kind of dissenting. You know, he was always were. What after I had a kid and my sister too, that we weren't raising our kids Catholic. You know. And yeah. He we would love. What about a little the sprinkle of the baptism? The margar like is nope, that a margarita moment? You didn't. No, my do son it. has comes from an unmarried mother and hasn't been baptized. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's a whole new world. I know this is a weird thing to say, but I'm I'm impressed. Like it's, <laughs> it sounds condescending. Or I, I hope it doesn't sound condescending because it's not. It's like that sort of Marguerite moment. Like yeah. you're a child, yeah. So you're like, all right, I'll play ball, yeah. But then you're, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> these fools, yeah. I'll give them one; they'll give me ten in return. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But as a grown ass woman, yeah, you're you were forty when you got pregnant. You're yeah, like, I'm not. Doing your ceremony, yeah, because I'm never you. gonna. I, 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 I'm gonna sleep whenever I can on Sunday. I'm, I'm not going to mass, and uh, and I don't even want to wake up for one baptism. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to put on a dress. I like jeans. No, <laughs> so you, so the kid, uh, your child, is not being raised Catholic. No, but he, he, uh, like, has heard about Jesus, and he, he said he's a Christian. He's ten, you know. He just, he just throwing words around, but I, I don't say he says he's a Christian. Uh, mommy, I'm a Christian. He I well, doesn't I talk. Ask that way he does. That's like a four-year-old. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's all right. Mom, I'm a Christian. Uh, all right. No, well, he didn't announce. I just we were talking about religion, and I said, I go, well, yeah, Jesus probably existed. I don't think he's a god, but I, I always say, you're, you know, some people do. What do you think? Yeah. And then, wow, good for you. He always takes the opposing view of me. It kind of moves. I find it very <laughs> moving. I think that's so great because you're seeing your son as another being, as as a as a thing. Yeah. As its own guy. Yes, and now I. I don't, I, um, it's weird. I want to impose some values, but I don't want to, I just, I, I do feel like since I didn't want to have a baby, I didn't want any of it, that the fact that I have that, it's like, um, not a lesson, but just sort of a, well, your, your life's going to take a different turn than yeah. like they all do. Every life takes a turn that right. you don't want or you don't expect. Right. And, uh, since I, you know, I just I, I think of my kid as like this alien that was brought to me, and I try like I love him, but I try to keep hands off on his interest. You know, just follow his interests a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a few things I push on him for. You know, he has scoliosis, so I make him swim, which was my sport. I don't normally I wouldn't normally push my sport on him, but right, it's right, good right. for his back. Yeah. But the rest of it, I just try to go. What, what do you what do you like to do? Oh, well, that's you know, so beyond home, beyond the structure, the, beyond the, beyond homework and all that kind of stuff. Does he know? He likes drawing. Yeah, he likes drawing. I, I know a lot of grown ups that you go. What are you into? And they're like, yeah. oh, I'm a Christian. <laughs> 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 I mean, when I hear a kid say I'm a Christian, he goes, "I'm normal." You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, that's not to say that it's not. I'm assuming that a lot of the people he's in school with are Christian. Yeah, he doesn't know what it means That's either. I mean, yeah, because yeah, I haven't, you know, and I don't know what his dad is telling. I don't think his dad's hitting. His dad's mother's super Christian, so maybe when he goes back to Texas, uh, he gets a little bit of it. Yeah, that could be. But, you know, I, I think it's just kids like to tr say things that th they like to say themselves. Right. They like to declare themselves and see how it feels. Right. And um, maybe maybe people do. Maybe grownups do too. And then you move away, or you st or you stay close to what For you sure. originally said. But you still have an openness to to Jesus, <laughs> the man having existed. I can't disagree with anything he said, yeah. except <laughs> that he was God. <laughs> <laughs> but I could be wrong. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, that's an interesting one for me too. Is is you know when you get into the Deepak Chopras of the yeah. world. 
and and somewhat of the the Ramdasas too, you realize that Jesus these guys view Christ as more of someone who woke up to their divinity in the same way that you can. Oh, I see. Yeah, right, right, right. And your your son can as well. It's more of a remembering. Yeah. Remembering. Yeah. Becoming that again and going like, oh, shit. Yeah. Kind of like we're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, losing I was, the ego. And I was not lost going. in all the to-do lists. Again, I'm not putting yeah. it on your father. I'm thinking oh, no, of no, no. myself. I'm yeah. Like, I was lost and I got that appointment. I was – and then you go – and that's the five minutes before you die too. You're yeah. just like, oh, no, I'm I'm it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I thought I was a thing. Ramdas, oh, sorry, I'm just going to keep quoting Ramdas. He talks about like playing, it's like playing a game. And yeah. It's like when you play Monopoly, you don't think I'm the thimble. Yeah. But we get lost in this. Right, right, go, right, right. I'm me, damn it. And it's important. And I got to get to the bank. Yeah. And then, a, and then a truck hits you. And you're like, oh, I guess none of it was anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was, <laughs> it was just a game. So people that have. I don't want to say the luxury, but the the, the conscious death, where yeah. it's like I, you can unpack it, as opposed to a sudden Looney Tune style yeah. anvil death. Yeah, you can find the Christ within. Because if you think of Christ as awareness, I like to think Richard Rohr, amazing Catholic, amazing Franciscan, talked about Christ being what the Big Bang was. The Big Bang happened, and that was the emergence of the Christ. Meaning, the Christ is. What's keeping our molecules together? Yeah. Dante said it's the love that hangs the stars. It's what keeps everything in its place. Wow. Even though my molecules are leaving me as I'm speaking, yeah. there's this sort of code and order. It's like your heartbeat, these involuntary things, yeah. this hum of existence mm-hmm. is the Christ. And that's why Jesus' last name isn't Christ. And Buddha's first name isn't Buddha. Buddha just means awake. Christ is just that uh, awareness. Yeah. So it's not so much so, and this is something I would have called blasphemy on 10 years ago. Yeah. It's not so much that Jesus is like, I'm Jesus and by the way, I'm God. I look at it as, uh, there's this great quote, I forget who said it, it goes, Jesus Christ is the only God and so am I and so are you. <laughs> so it's this idea, yeah. again, look at that, that's yeah. third way thinking. He's the only God but so am I and so are you, meaning there's no separation. Yeah. It's not a show. He's not under the lights going, I'm God, get in line. You can bet <laughs> He's my not Nathan pants. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> he's going, hey, wake up. That's why he's telling all, all these stories of trying to get you to remember yeah. your connection to that. And and I've also heard it explained that like God in or whatever – Occasionally, the Christ, the, the life energy of the world that everyone yeah. believes in, manifests as a thing. So, as an as a expression of grace, almost that we can like love it and talk to it and touch it and kind of caress it, kind of like having a child, being like, "There it is," and then it leaves. It's just this, these little reminders, these special, little moments of grace. Special people, yeah. yeah. Special, yeah. People, but I don't. Know. I used to think of Jesus more of that, like he's God and he's he's got the stuff, and we get in line, and he gives us a cup, yeah. of a Gatorade. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, what is he pointing us to? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, I'm so turned off by Christians that it's hard for <laughs> me to hear I when I when you were saying Christ, I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's happening here? I know. Well that's why Joseph Campbell says study other faiths. That aren't yours. Yeah. Buddha you, doesn't make me feel that way. Exactly. There you go. Even Allah doesn't make me feel that way. Yeah, you know, you but Christ Even Allah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. There are so many people. David Bazan did this podcast and he was like, every time you're saying Jesus, it's like nails down a chalkboard. For yes. Me. You're driving Exactly. Me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to be sensitive to that. That It took a long time for me to like reclaim 
some of that language. Right. But yeah, it's like the word feminist in a way where some people hear it and they're like, ah, and yeah. it's just, it's been uh, either demonized by people who don't like it or, or by that one angry feminist you met, you know, who's right. mean or something like that. Right. You know? Yes. The, the, it's like Rob Bell says, it's like when people say, I don't believe in Jesus, it's like, which one? Like, which one are you talking <laughs> about? Are you yeah. talking about the Jesus that like, just if, like there are people that get molested in the name of Jesus. There are people that get killed in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in that one either. I, I like the Beatitudes guy. That guy's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that whole like the winners or the losers. Thing. Yeah. But that's another. What is that? That's third way. What am I? Your teacher? That's third way <laughs> thinking. Saying the first shall be last is yeah. third way thinking. Yeah. It's just another nudge going. It's not how you think it is. Yeah. I understand that we're stuck in our egos and our personalities that go like, it's good to be strong and punch a guy and take his bread. Uh, but he's saying, no, that's not it. The treasure is in the quiet, still broken person. The treasure is in yeah. your, the last five minutes before you die. The, the yeah. most, the weakest you can be. And that's when your father's staring at you in that loving way. Oh, the last, I would say the last, before he slipped into unconsciousness. Yeah. There's like, t- like obviously... I mean, he was still alive then, but I don't know wh- whether his soul was still in him. Mm. But when he was conscious, like his last night was uh, this amazing. Uh, he are uh, the machine that was supposed to take goo, like like saliva or yeah. um, mucus out of his mouth, wasn't working. So my sister sat in front of him, and she would scoop scoop it out of his mouth with her hands, and I would pat him on the back, mm. and we did that for. It, a couple, maybe an hour or something like that. And the whole time we were saying, you know, thank you for taking us here. Thank you for doing this. I love this about you. And just like a, a list of memories of everything we loved about him. And, and, um, so my dad, uh, you know, we all said, I love you. And my dad said it to my sister and my mom. And he said it to me, but I was behind him. I was sitting behind him, you know, patting his back. So I said, I want it eye to eye. So you have to say it to me eye to eye, you know? And I didn't know he was, this was his last conscious conscious moment, but yeah. uh, it, it didn't look good. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so we, after he stopped coughing. This doesn't look great. Yeah. <laughs> we turned him on his side and uh, or laid him down on his back and, and he could barely move his jaw because his everything, it, he was just locked like this, like he could. He's talking like this. If he could yeah. talk, yeah. and um, I said, "I love you," and he said, "He goes, I love you too." You know, like you, you know, you, I could, you, I, I knew what he was saying, and then, then he fell asleep, and and I, my sister and I were like, "Oh, good. So hopefully, feel better tomorrow." Mm. And then he, you know, then he died the next day. So, mm. yeah, I love that. Yeah, it was cool. Well, what a powerful thing. In the least powerful place. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't get rid of my own spit, but here in yeah. love, and I, I can... can't even talk. Right. Like, everything's just, he was, all, it's almost like his body was just hardening, you know? Mm. It is. He's it, still stuck in it. It can feel so uh, cruel, too. Yeah. You know, for sure. At least it, was, it wasn't that long, you know? I yeah. mean, there's other people that. We're we'll like talking that. about the OA with the woman with the disease and they're doing the thing. Oh, my head. God. And I'm just like, Oh, yeah. I think I cried every Evelyn. episode of the OA. Yeah. It was intense. I don't really like that. But that, that brings us to that whole show being about life after yeah. death and exploration of yeah. it. Yeah. 
Do you still find yourself feeling your dad or talking to your dad? Or I talk about him a lot to my son, and uh, I think about him a lot. I, I have a lot of his things. I have his drafting table, and I had it refinished, you oh. know, so it's like really – and I write on it now. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I, I guess I do think about him a lot, you know? Mm. That's fun. That's one of those consciousness things. There's a Rob Bell thing where he goes – it's actually I don't know if he made it up, but he's like, You refinished your father's drafting table. There's something about our bodies regenerating every seven years. I'm sure you've heard that. Yeah. It's the idea that like you're we die, we're gone every seven years, but we we stay. Like you get up your dad's bone and then you replace the floors. Yeah. Then you replace the sides, yeah. then you replace the thing. Like let's say you did that to your drafting you'd still call it your dad's drafting table, even yeah. if you replace every bit of it. And there's something, there's a hint in that sort of comparison as to what we're doing here. It's like, this is my hand. Yeah. But it keeps disintegrating and coming back. We don't see it. But like, so who are you? So your dad left his body. Is that the feeling? Are you kind of like lights out on dad? When, when, at that time? When at he dies. Like, is he, is he gone now? I know that's kind of a leading question, but I'm like, let's put it this way. When you die, mm-hmm. uh, let's say complete oblivion, that's, that's certainly an option. How surprised are you if it is like the OA and you see the beautiful dark? I'll be so excited. (laughs) Yes! I bet that is their HBO. (laughs) Is greeting the the newly deceased. And you're like, hey! What a reality reality show! Guess who died or something like that. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Can you imagine (laughs) the dance you'll do? Yes! You oh, will wow. fucking flip out if you're in that perfect still black starry night. Yeah. Place. Oh my god, that would be great. Obviously, because, it would be. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Like I think about like with my son. Like I love my son so much. I have a. I feel like that love has a separate energy, and I'm mm. like, where would that go? Mm. It's not going to dissipate. I'm. It, it, you know, maybe it. What? Where what, could but it, it go? feels like it. It wouldn't. You I know? know. I know exactly what you're saying. I um, I feel like everything. Is stuck in this in, in this thing. I <laughs> so stupid. I would probably well, it's Katie. I might have mentioned it. Val and I have this circle of wood. Yeah, and it's filled with water and sand. Yeah, and it's blue water. And when you flip it upside down, it makes a mountainscape at the bottom. Oh, neat! So all these grains are stuck in this thing. Yeah, and you can flip it, and I'll do this beautiful thing, and it looks like it's kind of disintegrating, but then it's building this other thing. And and Val pointed out like some of the grains are shining. Like some of them are special. They're yeah. Like, Ooh, look at me. Some of them are just falling rather ordinarily. Support grains. Some of them fall first. Like yeah. if you can imagine, you flip it over so it's all up on the top and now it's falling. Oh, down. neat. Some of them fall first and fall quickly and don't really do anything and they're kind of forgotten on the bottom of the next thing. But where could they go is my point. Yeah. Where could your love for your son go? Yeah. Everything in the universe encourages and hints. Talk about hints. Forget yes. about books. Look to nature, which is what Jesus did most of the time. Sorry to say Jesus. <laughs> it's better than Christ for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah. But where where could it go? Like everything is, you know, wood is becoming fire, is getting on fire, is becoming smoke or water is yeah. going into the air and becoming rain and becomes ice. And then we've got all these things. Everything is just being reused. It's everything. Kind of like yeah. we're all stuck in that sand thing. So when yeah. I think about myself dying, I'm just like, I just fall from one end to the other and then I fall back. Where could I go? It's not that I'm stuck. Yeah. It's like you're – This is where we are. Alan Watts says, we're not born into this world. We're born out of this world. Does wow. that make sense? It's not like your son joined us yeah. from the other place. It's this one thing 
thinging itself. Yeah. And then it, and there he comes. And there yeah. he goes. And there your dad is. And there he goes. And there he goes. I don't know. It's, it's, you should I hope, stare at one You know, I just hope it's true. I hope it's true. <laughs> I would love that. I want to see my dad again. Yeah. You know? I yeah. would fucking love it if I died and there's stars and there's my dad and we walk someplace, you know? Right. That would be great. I would say to my, I think to my son, just hang in there. Yeah. It'll be awesome for you too. I know you'd be sad for a little bit, but. You know what I think about the metaphor of heaven, which see, I prickle at that a little bit. That's, that's a Jesus or Christ word for mm-hmm. me. When I think about going to heaven and, and there's your dad, I think of it as the end of separation. Meaning yes, the uh-huh. illusion of separate. It's not so much the the metaphor is uh, you die and you go to heaven and there's your dad. But what is that a metaphor for? That is like when you die, all separation is gone. So you just mix in to what your dad was, what you yeah. are. You know what I mean? Yeah. We tell the story like you die. Oh, and there's that and you hug because that's what we can understand. Yeah, but, but you wouldn't – you're absent your body. And you're, what a horrible container a body is. Like we don't even saying, know yeah. how awful it is until – it's like you – It, it you starts know. to betray you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you're, we had a deal. You ever like lose – Lose, say you lose a little bit of weight and you didn't realize how heavy you felt until you ha- didn't until have you that 10 pounds. That, yeah. Imagine how, if our souls are liberated, how, like this, Lauren, this is a weight. I'm, first of all, I'm going to give you, I have, don't forget. Okay. I have this Ramdas CD set. It's all about death and aging. Yeah. You're going to love it. It's okay. also very funny. I'm going to give it to you if, okay. if, if you want it. Okay. In it, he talks about, he's very far out mm-hmm. and he used to talk to this medium who would talk to pat, people who passed. Right? Yeah. It was very in vogue in the 70s. It wasn't yeah. as weird as – it's still weird, but it wasn't as weird maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he asked the guy – his name was uh, Manuel, Emmanuel. Emmanuel? Emmanuel. And he goes, what is death like? And he goes, don't worry. It's completely safe. That's the first thing he says. Death is completely safe. And then he goes, it's like taking off a tight shoe. It's exactly what you're oh saying. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? I don't want to just wow. be uploaded into Pete 2.0. I want my borders. I yeah. want to spill erased. Up, spill out. Yes. Of the yeah. 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 And that sometimes when I can touch through meditation or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. that place that people are kind of hinting at, that is that heavenly place. Totally. Like no separation between your dad. Yeah. Even the ones that we put up with our personalities and our our likes and our dislikes, it's just a complete merging. That yeah. to me, I'm, yeah. I'm right there with you. I like that a lot. But you're also open, obviously, to just dead over. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, lights out. What if I wasn't? <laughs> I'm not open to that. And, uh... I, I grew up with hundreds of people that were like, nope, it's either the fire or the, or the clouds. Yeah. And uh, you don't, you're not worried about. Well, I mean, I won't be there to worry about it, right? If you, if you stop existing – it's uh, yeah. You're not you're not there to object. That's right. <laughs> that that's, you're not that you're not alive. So that's the quote that T.J. Miller had written on his bathroom wall. It said, "What? Why should I fear death when I am? Death is not. When death is, I am not." It's Epicurus. Wow, isn't that good? Yeah, I like that. I I like I all like I like all of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It doesn't have to be right or true. That that's that third way thing. It's like I'm trying to get there. Whatever that is, yeah. And if it's true, that's a that's a great bonus. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm if I'm right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I'm right, that'll be a bonus. 
Ramdas has a great thing where he says, as far as I'm concerned, it's all true. If it's not, that's its problem, not mine. Oh, wow. Because it's about getting to... Is that a, guy a single? Because... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> he, he is single. He's also gay. But... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a stroke, and it would be uh, another old man for you to, for you to <laughs> take care of. Another person to take care of. <laughs> um, is somebody trying to get in? Oh, okay. Well, we're good. Okay. Do you feel good? Let's yeah, do I the do. speed round. Okay. Speed round's nice and easy. That was a great face. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for all your candor. And I, oh, I'm sure. Sorry. This yeah. is so fun. Yammered. I, I, I was chatty today, and I like talking about this. I know. I love. I I never get to talk to anyone about this stuff. I, you know, I I don't have these deep conversations though. Oh, that's great. Well, you're great. Yeah. At it. Um, I'd be remiss to say. Could you tell us a great lesson you've learned about writing? This is lighter. See, so we can't end on the death. Stage. Okay. Um, <laughs> you always have one more joke in you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you feel like you're wrung out and you just need to take a walk or, wa- or yeah. walk away. Because sometimes like I have to hit the same topics every day. Yeah. You know, you're like this Trump quote. How do, what do I do with it? Right. And there's always another way in. Yes. You know? There's That's always great. another way in. My friend uh, David Vanderveen, who did this podcast, sometimes free dives. Yeah. And he's like, when you're at the bottom and you start to panic because you think you're out of air, yeah. he's like, relax. There's something he calls the second breath. It's oh. there. You just calm down. Yeah. You get the second breath and it's just like, he's totally right. Yeah. You have this panic and you lock up. I'm not going to be able to do the joke. Then you relax. You take a walk. That's great advice. What yeah. about comedy? Is there a great lesson you've learned about comedy? Stage time. Just do it a lot. Yeah. Uh, because... For me, the, when I got comfortable on stage and it took me a really, really long time, that's when I started becoming the comic I am. Yeah. And you only get – it's you're, when you're doing stand-up, you're, you're practicing thinking in front of people mm. out loud, right? Mm. In front of witnesses. And that's a separate skill from joke writing or anything else. You know, it's just being comfortable. And comfort has everything. With your brain, yeah, yeah, going off, you know. So even, I mean, open mics can be very painful, but they also, like sometimes I'll just do an open mic if I haven't done a set in a and along like when I fly into New York, there's always some like some horrible afternoon open mic. <laughs> but yeah, can, like, I, I'm yeah. like, let me just get this out. Let me get this uh, New York anxiety out of me here at four o'clock in front of comics instead of at the stand tonight in front of a sold out show. Right, and um, uh, especially if I've been living in my head for like two or three days and I haven't talked to anybody or done very little besides yeah. just you know eat your cereal or something <laughs> to uh, to practice being my whole self on stage. So yeah. it's, it, and you only get the from stage time. So just get up on stage every night. That's great. I love that. What about um family? We've talked a lot about family. Is yeah. there a great lesson you've learned about family? They never go away. <laughs> <laughs> the woman with the special called <laughs> 45, 45 jokes, jokes about, about my, my dead, dead dad, dad. <laughs> goes they never go away. Uh, the old ones die and then people have new babies. It's they're constantly replacing yeah. the elderly members. Recycling. Yes. Yep. That's another yeah. round of us saying dying is making room for the living. It's yeah. not, it's not, it's selfish to be yeah. like, I'm going to live forever. Oh, You're I like, know. No one wants you seat. around forever. Give up your seat go, on the bus. Go away, Peter Thiel. You've done enough. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but it's a great he's name. He's the guy. He's, Peter Thiel. <laughs> Are you mental? He's, um, mental. he started PayPal or he's one of the guys that started PayPal and he's, uh, he's Trump's cyber guy. He's, uh, he's like kind of like, uh, Wait, am I supporting bad things by using PayPal? No, he's no longer associated with PayPal, uh, so you're not. Yeah, I stopped it for a little while, and and oh. then it was like so convenient. 
And then it was like he wasn't associated. I'm like, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, isn't that funny? That's like Fortune Fumes has that joke. Yeah. She's, she's a lesbian and she was yeah. like, when the gays went to war against Chick-fil-A, she was like, fuck. No! <laughs> This is her joke. That's fortunefeemster.com. Yeah. <laughs> She's so great. She's yeah. going to do it. I just saw her last night. Oh, cool. Um, great lesson you've learned about God. Not the greatest, uh, not God, death. Then we'll do God. Uh, it can be beautiful. Mm. Yeah. That um, uh, it, it can, I, don't, I mean, the way my dad was able to do it, you know, surrounded by people he loved. Mm. Um in a house full of things <laughs> he got secondhand. <laughs> but, and the, I guess, he looked around and went, what a deal. The, <laughs> <laughs> and slipped into the other place. The bigger thing I learned. You know, just, the trip was free. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the biggest thing. Well, it wasn't like a big, but it was all, it was like surround yourself with pretty things if you can, or things you like. I mean, my, my parents just had stuff that was ugly and they got it for free or mm. you know my uncle gave them these purple couches that were horrific in my opinion horrible right and they were free and you don't want an ugly like, purple couch to be the last thing you say no and it was oh. <laughs> no you know he probably prayed for the purple couch earlier so it was right. that was out of his heart but it's funny that you said that there is something there's a documentary called minimalists yeah and he talked about his mother or, or father, forgive me, I don't remember, dying. And then all their stuff. Yeah. Just like boxes, 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 boxes. And it's yeah. Just, there's so much fucking stuff. Yeah. And then, of course, that spawned these people to become minimalists. Yeah. Interesting documentary. And uh, it also – it talks about like we don't love our things. Americans are considered to be materialists, but we don't actually love material. Like yeah. we don't have like the one wooden table that we take care of and love. We have – Shitty purple couches. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. So surround yourself with nice, nicer things, beautiful or, things. Or, or yeah, I, beauty matters. It does. It doesn't have to be the nicest, but it has to make you. We're happy. not talking about top and beautiful. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be Trump gold, but it, it should be something that makes you happy when you look at it. Right. You know. And the, and a great lesson you've learned about God. I know we talked about it a lot. So. Um, I hope it's true. I like that. It's not a lesson. It's just a, my fingers are crossed, and it'd be great if it's true. Crossed? <laughs> oh, no! Oh, oh Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, my favorite question to ask. Can you remember a time you laughed really, really, really hard? Yes. I, I already thought of this answer. Um, my best friend, Jill, we were um, – we're I got – I don't know, eleven or twelve years old. It was a very, it's a very cruel laugh too. Love, it's not a genuine. It's not. I love the cruel it does, <laughs> ones. I really do. There was. We were at the swim club. We were swimmers. We we're at the club, and there was a guy who I believe was it's duck club. <laughs> <laughs> duck club. He was a dental student, and he was also in charge of admissions at the club. So, uh-huh. like, you you'd sign your name and check in, and then you would walk into the club. And he always had like sets of teeth that he was working on and looking at, and. His his last name was Gas G A S S. Oh no! So we we made up a song <laughs> that goes like this. I I hope. Can we savor the moment before we hear yes. the song? Yeah, uh, yeah. We're about to hear the song. <laughs> I hope Gasser dies. Gasser. <laughs> I really hope he dies. It's a one of a kind, a one of a kind. I hope Gasser dies, <laughs> and then we jump in the pool. And then we get out and do it again. Oh, no. Was he there? Yeah. Ah! You sang it to him? We screamed it. Oh, my God. We, it was the 
it was Lori, the funniest thing. This story is you. <laughs> this is your special. This is goes back to us making jokes about the things <laughs> you're not supposed to. The the gorgeousness, the artistic license. You were using your artistic comedic license very early before on. you were a comedian. <laughs> I hope Gasser dies. I really hope he dies. It's a one of a kind, a one of a kind. I hope Gasser dies. The song jump is, in the pool. The song itself is one of a kind. <laughs> is that what's one of a kind? I we didn't really drill deep on the lyrics okay yeah uh once drill we- <laughs> deep unlike gasser it drilled deep he's a dentist uh but yeah once we had the song and the tune we sang it That's, endlessly whenever he was there it makes me so and happy. it it was it made us laugh did so he hate it or did he laugh i just he think i he thought we were he was old enough to know we were just idiots, idiots. yeah beautiful yeah well thank you laura you feel good yes i do thanks. i feel great thanks this is so cool thanks i'm so glad you took some of your precious house alone time <laughs> to come with us and would you say uh plug your podcast the jackie and L- jackie and laurie show we yeah. also do it on nerdist and, and then my specials on CISO. uh 45 right. jokes about my dead dad and it's free with a promo code kill martin k-i-l-m-a-r-t-i-n yeah i just i'm paying for CISO. oh man it's a sucker's game well, thank you. Would you say keep it crispy? Yeah, keep it crispy. You keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> I was tricked. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. 